That stadium where your Fort Payne Wildcats will be taking on the May Jemison Jaguars this evening on a Thursday night special. No, this is not ESPN. This is not ESPN the Ocho. No, it's not. <laughs> this, is a, this is Thursday night high school, and we got to talk about it just a minute ago. Uh, normally, uh, the, co the specialist gives you updates throughout the night. There's not going to be a lot of updates. No, bro. no, I'm trying to see who all is going to be playing tonight because it's just so odd to be on a Thursday night. That's one of the our, our material is going to be down uh, from what it was last week because we don't have enough <laughs> some of those things to talk about. Well, always, uh, you know, of course, coming up with the ESPN, it used to be the co there was a college football, a nice college football yeah, game on Thursday pretty, nights. Pretty premier. It, it and oftentimes. I guess when we were in school, it was a somewhat of a premier game. Now it's not well, quite usually, the same billing. Well, what I've noticed is like the first couple of weeks of college football, you have a decent game, a, a name, a mm -hmm. name. But then as they get the latter weeks, you don't have those names anymore yeah. on Thursdays. Yeah. But this will be our first. Uh, is it? Is this? Uh, would this be Fort Payne's first go at a Thursday night game? Uh, it, certainly at this stadium. I, I don't know that they've ever played unless there was like a, a – a forecast of rain on a Friday night. I'm sure they may have moved it up to try to beat rain before, but not a scheduled Thursday night like they would in a bigger city that where, where teams share a stadium. Some have to play on Thursday, some on Fridays. But I, I don't know that either this has ever happened for Fort Payne. So what that means for you guys out riding around, you Fife fans and Geraldine fans and Sylvania fans, come uh, come watch one of your, uh, I, I will always say, well, the way the coach from Geraldine, taught, he says there's not really rivals because we all up here, everybody lives the same way. They have, you know, they're rural Alabama. So it's like you get fired up maybe for that game, but then after that you kind of root for your brother or your cousin. Yep, yep. So, I mean, come on out here, root for your brother and your cousin, whoever goes to Fort Payne. Come watch some, Fort, some you know, the people who love football. Come watch you some football Yep. Uh, before we get ready on Friday night. Um, also, if you're riding around, you must be listening to us on 100.9 FM or 1250 AM. If you get out of your car and go inside or somewhere, you can pick us up on FPTV app, which you can watch that all the time. That's the visual of our night. It's a game on TV, so you can see the game and hear us. If not, if you can't get the app for whatever reason, you can't see us, you can't pick it up, maybe the Wi-Fi's down, uh, maybe or something, try, us on the, try, us to, try to get us on the Wi-Fi with... Um, Fort Payne, I mean, WZOBradio.com or Network1Sports.com. Scroll down to, the, as Miss Holly says, the icon, the Wildcat icon, and click on that, and you can catch us there. Also, too, um, and I may have said it earlier, I don't know if you ever, if you cut that out or not, Miss Holly, but we will not be followed by the Monkey yeah. Sammy scoreboard report because it's Thursday night. We are the scoreboard show tonight, <laughs> and there's no scores. That's right. So tomorrow night, after your team's play, uh, join us on WZOB 100.9 for the Monk and Sammy scoreboard report. Yeah. And before the game, the D.C. tailgate, as we warm you up. There you go. To get you in. So you can choke down that hot dog or ribs or whatever. And when you enter your 50s, you better start warming up, <laughs> even if you're cutting grass, because it takes the stretch, and I... Well, it looks like we're about 14 minutes away. Uh, you know, just uh, didn't seem like a lot of action here. The May Jemison band hadn't gotten the stands, but they're warming up behind there, and their fans are trickling in, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We can, we can ten count Ten in the stands, and uh, there's a couple coming up. So, All right, so I guess we'll take a two-minute timeout, and we'll be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. 
At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high-quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. Your Fort Payne Wildcat High School football team will be taking on the May Jemison Jaguars here in the third game of the season and the start of area play or region play? It's the same thing. I mean, this gotten so confusing to me now. They play area in baseball and I think basketball. I can't remember. Do they play area in basketball? I think it's region. Yeah, it's, it's confusing, whatever it is. Sectionals in golf, sectionals in track. <laughs> Lord knows what soccer does. But, and, um, but this is when it counts, for sure. Yeah, it, it is one that, that counts towards getting you into the playoffs. So uh, whatever it is, they count. And they got to be careful because, as Coach Elmore mentioned in the interview, this is a, a very dangerous team, uh, a, a team that is uh, susceptible to momentum shifts that can be good or bad, and hopefully for our sake, their momentum is bad. But if they get on a roll, it's just like anything else in, in sports. They are athletic enough to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with us at every position. Um, he, so, talked, he talked about in the interview uh, their size and athletic ability. Like you said, if they get up, and he had, he had mentioned he wants, to, he wants his team to get up on them because, yeah. you know, it – the longer they hang around. The longer they hang around, the more, I guess, the more uh, will to keep fighting. Yeah, and they don't have, you saw in warm-ups, half, half the roster, maybe a third, the roster of Fort Payne. So their they're numbers, they don't have a lot of kids out for football. Now, they may be 10th through, in fact, they are. I don't see any. No, they have freshmen out there. So they have very, very few relative to Fort Payne on the roster. Fort Payne dress is probably 100 or so. Right. I would say they're dressing probably 50 mo uh, at most. What about for the fans coming to the game or the fans listening? Um, I, I know El Coach Elmore didn't mention any, but injuries this week. Yeah, still, uh, Skylar Cody's still nursing that hamstring. Um, he 
Coach Elmore has said from the beginning, and even I've talked to Skyler at practice, it's just a, a week to week as that thing recovers, they're going to slowly ease him into that and not try to push it too hard too quick because it's certainly going to need him as the season goes on. So uh, Riker Ingles uh, played some snaps last week. I, I don't know that he's fully available. We didn't ask that question. We'll see tonight, number nine, in the defensive secondary. Um, so having him back will be helpful. Other than that, there was just some cramps, uh, some little some little dings, but nothing, uh, nothing. fortunately, knock on wood, major right now. Um, we also uh, talked to Coach Elmore. You know, in his interview on Wednesdays, he, he gives, a, you know, gives a little bit of a look into the team we're going to be playing. Uh, he mentioned some, uh, the, and like he said, this is a new coach from Aniston. Yep. This is his first year, and he brought some guys from Yeah, Aniston. he's got a couple defensive ends, very talented. Uh, we're going to find out tonight how talented. I haven't been able to watch any film on them, but they're going to run a pretty base defense, a pretty base offense, very similar to ours. Now, they will, on offense, get into a – kind of our, what we would call a goal line or a heavy package. And uh, as Coach Elmore mentioned in the interview, that, that they actually move the ball pretty well on Tanner uh, with that uh, offense, which is uh, they'll have a center, two guys on one side of the line, and like six on the other. And on the, on the, on the weak side, that tackle is going to be a tackle eligible, so he'll be eligible for a pass like a tight end would be. But uh, it's, a, it's kind of a big boy football lineup. And uh, they're big enough that they could. We'll have to. We'll have to make sure. And he he said before they've got a plan for it. They're ready for it. They know what they're going to try to do if that comes up. But at the same time, until it comes up, you don't know how you're going to perform against right. it. Because he he said we're going to try to keep our same personnel, but we will have a heavy package option to go in for defense on like a goal line defense if we need to. They came back on Tanner. They were down on Tanner. Tanner had them yeah, uh, about 17, 17 to nothing. nothing. I think it was. They came back to win that game. Um, their first game, they, they played Decatur. Yeah. And if you heard that name before, that's the one I believe we lost to in the playoffs last year. put us out year. of the playoffs last year. And I'm assuming they're having a good, they're having a good year this year. Well, he had mentioned, Coach Elmore mentioned in our interview, or maybe an off, off air, I'm not sure, that, that they had lost 30 seniors off of that team last year. So, All right. We'll stand up for now for the national anthem. Being played by the Fort Payne Marching Band. Would you please remain standing as the Fort Payne High School Junior ROTC presents the colors and the national anthem performed by the Fort Payne High School Wildcat Marching Band.
play? I didn't hear the drums playing. Is that a a plan? It was just a real light one. Okay. Yeah, it's just the drum roll. I'm hearing the ksh, ksh, you know all that. Didn't hear about. I'm of not that sure time. we're a big we're a big symbol band. There's your boy right there. There he is right there. Bruce's are here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who was it? Uh, my young, my second son. He was talking about he. They were learning the fight song this week in middle school, and and all he got to do was bang the cymbals. He said that's all he, he said. All you do is just <laughs> bang the cymbals. There you go. It's important though. I tell you what, leave it out, and and Brian Northcote will notice. Brian notice it. That's for sure. He'll pick it up, and he'll he'll broadcast it on the radio to thousands. <laughs> wasn't wrong. Nothing wrong with it. It's always nice to have a mix up. I just it was oddly uh, missing in that in that rendition. All right, we got uh, just under five minutes to go. We'll take a one-minute timeout, then Brian will be back with the starting lineups. We'll or, give it a or, shot. Or I got Fort Payne's. I'm not sure if I got May Jemison. Right, at least give you one of them. There All we right, go. We'll be right back. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Wildcat Stadium as uh, we get ready for the start of Thursday night action between your Fort Payne Wildcats and the May Jemison Jaguars. Uh, before we go to some starting lineups, Brian's he's looking through it. He definitely has ours for sure. But uh, it must be Hawaiian night here. Yeah, my daughter stole my Hawaiian shirt for her little. I don't know what they did tonight, but they had the. That's a weird thing for me. All these high schools have these themes for the students. Yeah. Each each week. Yeah. We've had space night where we're dressed as astronauts. Yeah, and it doesn't even seem to tie to the opponent. I have no idea <laughs> it what it does. means. Anyway, uh, captains for tonight for uh, uh, Fort Payne, number three, Braden Templeton, number 15, Josh Everett, number 38, Caden Bates, and number 54, Aaron Wright. So starting lineups for Fort Payne on offense, number five, a junior quarterback, uh, Dax Varnador. At running back, a senior, number two, Caden Dubos. At wide receiver, a junior, number eight, Brandon Oliver. At wide receiver, a sophomore, uh, number 17, Riker Shankles. Wide receiver, a sophomore, number six, Blake Griggs. Wide receiver, a senior, number four, Nolan Fowler. At left tackle, a sophomore, number 56, Jaden Jackson. At left guard, a senior, number 50, Will Patton. At center, a senior, number 12, I mean, number 55, Jordan Wright. At right guard, a senior, number 57, Malcolm Gomez. And a, a right tackle is junior, number 79, Malcolm Jackson. Got the Jackson brothers at bookends on the offensive line. On defense for Fort Payne. Uh, at defensive line, a junior, number 42, Lucas Talent. Defensive lineman, number uh, 41, a senior, Caden Kilgore. The defensive line, a senior, number 77, Hayden Presley. A defensive end, sophomore, number 40, Mason Chandler. At linebacker, a junior, number zero, it's weird to say, Carter Tinker. 
At the other linebackers, a senior number 24, Bennett Blanks. Outside linebacker, a senior number 14, Tyler Wooten. The other outside linebacker is a junior, number 32, Taylor Shaparo. Cornerback, a junior, number 22, Connor Kinsley. The other cornerback is a junior, number 30, Kyle Kemenitti. And the safety, a junior, number 33, Luke Patton. Those are your starting lineups for Fort Payne tonight. All right, well, uh, and we do not have May Jemison starting lineups, but we'll we'll call we'll out the names. Figure it out about the first couple series. About first about couple that? series, we'll give you some names that you you'll be wanting to remember. <laughs> we got a minute left for kickoff here tonight here in a Wildcat Stadium home game Thursday night game for the Fort Payne Wildcats, taking on the May Jemison Jaguars. The first region game of the season for both teams. Uh, the Wild the May Jemison uh, Jaguars are one and one heading this game as is the Fort Payne Wildcats 1-1. They lost to their rival in a high-scoring game, 56-51, and then they put 50 more points last week as they defeated Etowah at Etowah. Yep. A lot of, a lot of op uh, offense for this Fort Payne team uh, so far this year, two 50-plus two point games, and so. I think you asked Coach Elmore about that. Has Fort Payne ever done that? Yeah, I'm, it's, and he <laughs> seemed to not even, it, it was kind of a shocker of a question, which it was a shocker to me because, the Scottsboro game, you didn't really think about Fort Payne scoring a bunch of points. You, you were really thinking about Scottsboro scoring a bunch of points. <laughs> but that offense has, has proven to be uh, pretty potent so far this season. All right, so as we get ready for the Thrive Outdoors kickoff, I'll do that too. You said kicking. Okay. Well, we called that one anyway. They got an extra. They got an extra spot. Connor Hughes will be doing the duty. It looks like be kicking off. Have the kickoff duty starting off. That's right. He did mention the uh, the other kicker uh, did a real good yeah, job. Hayden, Hayden Chambers kicked a couple in the end zone, at least one and maybe more. And he mentioned that he might get some looks on that kickoff team. All right. So Connor Hughes will line it up, and the kick is away. We get started here for some Thursday night football. Received at the 10-yard line. He's up to the 15. Fort Payne's there. He gets around a couple of defenders. They put arms on. They finally grabbed him. Drop him at the 17 with a flag on the play. That was number 19, Makai Simpson, wide receiver, sophomore for May Jemison. Let's he see comes what, up gingerly, too. He looks like he... He's throwing that flag way back at the 21 now. Let's see. I wonder if we, there's usually a hold on these. Yeah, it's usually on the, on the return team. Number 19's going, holding his arm off the field. I don't know if he's hurt or not, or injured. Was holding against the May Jemison Jaguars, so that's going to back it up even more as they will start first and 10 deep in their own territory. Holly, let me know if I come in too hot on the mic. I'm adjusting my, make sure it's right in my face. All right, here we go, 11.53 to go here in the first quarter as we get this one started. May Jemison will back up all the way to their own Looks like nine-yard line. Yeah, they've got some big boys up front. And it looks like they are going to start in that that heavy overload set. He's going to put it really down at the eight-and-a-half. That's where they'll set up shop first and ten. They do have some some large linemen there, uh, the center and a couple of guard and tackle. Yeah, look that at that. Side. And they've got a couple wing backs. they got a slot and two wing backs. A quarterback's going to set back route. to throw. He's going to throw it out to the – so there's a receiver out the right far side and overthrow him for passing complete. Yeah, just a little punch set. It masked like a run set, like a, a, a short yardage, but they threw a little bunch set out of it, a little out route, and then Caminiti on coverage there good. That's the quarterback for Jay May Jemison. He's number 14, Jaden Burroughs. And 
And uh, like Ryan said, it looks like they have a heavy set. They don't have any receivers split out at all right now. All right. They're in there in the set. They've got a receiver here on this end, but he's acting like he's in the position of like a tackle. So Connor Kinsley's over top yeah. of him. They're straight across the line. Yep. Here they go. And running running the backs. Quarterback's going to keep That's it. Good dive in there. the backfield. He's going to lose about four yards on that play. Yeah, Mason Chandler just diving in. Looked like he, I, I didn't see exactly what his technique was, but he just dove in and, and ended up cutting the, the, the quarterback, just a quarterback run, a dive left side, trying to create mismatches. So good, right. good situation for Fort Payne to put him in third and long. That's right. It'll be third and 13 now for the May Jemison Jaguars. They'll be at their own six-yard line. They've got an extra guy in there trying to run off. And he does get off in time. They do have th four wide receivers now, three on the far side one there. They move, though, and the flag's yeah, blown. Well, they got it rushed because they only had about three seconds left on the play clock, so they had to do a little rush to get it off, and I think that caused somebody to jump. That's going to move it half the distance. Yeah, it'll be a third, and now it's 15, 16 yards on this one. So. All right, it is, and like Brian said, it's a nice uh, nice night. It's not, it's yeah, not too hot. It's I noticed not, when I got in the car to get over here, it, it it was warm this afternoon, like 2 o'clock, 1 o'clock. It was well, It was warm, pretty... but it wasn't hot. No, it wasn't. Not, not hot like three weeks ago. But Now, next it... week, for my, my, my mountain weather says it's going to be in the 70s next week. Oh, awesome. There we go. All right, here we go. Third and 13, Brian. May Jemison takes a snap. Looking to throw it long on, far, on the far side. Fort Payne has a defender there. He reached oh. over his head. Okay. And he's out of bounds, though. He caught it up over the defender, but he was out of bounds. Yeah, Caminiti in perfect position, but that... Wide receiver from A. Jemison, number 17, uh, Rodney Evans, 6'2", 157 pounds. So he has a has a couple inches on Caminiti and came down with the ball, but he was out of bounds. And Etowah used those tall receivers last week uh, to do some damage to us. But uh, yeah. like you said, our defender had great position and was able to kind of back him up to the out of bounds. And, yeah. And they'll set up fourth. Uh, I'll set up a fourth down now for A. Jemison, kicking from their own end zone, back of their own end zone. Our Fort Payne receivers are on the May Jemison 40-yard line. Here's the kid with Epson's low right over the head. One bounce, fielded. He catches at the 35, and he's tackled quickly at the 34-yard line course, uh, where Fort Payne will set up first and 10. Yeah, good good, good play by Riker Shankles. A little bit dangerous to try to short hop that like a second baseman, but he made the play and he got it clean. And uh, you risk, you risk, you know, that, that ball is oblong, isn't it? It is. It's, and I think Riker plays baseball, does he not? He does. He so does. He, we need to tell, talk to him that that is not the shape of a baseball. That's right. <laughs> he, put, he put his hands down and scooped it up, but he did scoop it up cleanly yep. and, and got and advanced the ball just a little bit. Yeah, Fort Payne. Yeah, excellent field position for Excellent Fort field position. Uh, let's see where he sets it down. It's going to be the 34-yard line of May Jemison. It'll be first and 10 for your Wildcats. Four receivers, three on the far side, one near. Varnador in the in the shotgun to his left, Caden Dubose, the running back. Varnador snaps, May Jemison jumps, and let's see if it's offside. It is. It should be. I, I think Malcolm Jackson on the top side moved a little bit, but it was after they had already entered the neutral zone. Yeah, I think he moved in response, response yeah. to all four of them moving. Well, it's, uh, he'll tell his coach that. That's what I did, Coach. <laughs> I was just making sure it was called. All right, so I'll give Fort Payne five more yards. It now be it's now first and five from the 29-yard line of May Jemison. Farnador gets the ball, looking downfield. He's going to try to get out, and May Jemison's there yeah. and drop him for a two-yard loss. Yeah, that's that's one of their their defensive ends that that coach 
uh, the coach from A. Jemison brought from Anniston, number one, uh, Rayshon Swain, and, and he just right in the backfield. Really, really talented defensive end. 6'3", 215-pound junior. All right, so it was a loss of four. So it's second down and nine for the Wildcats. Four receivers, two on each side. This time a handoff to Bose. DeBose up the middle. He's got yardage. Gets past the first arm tackle. He's got a decap fix it first down inside the Alpha Red Zone, sponsored by Tyler Griggs. Yeah, I think Coach Elmore on that on that play call said, listen, we're going we're gonna negate the defensive end rush by just going straight up the middle. I called that earlier, didn't I? What? That's what you need to do. He let him come around the end and just That's go right. right. That's right exactly what you said. He should. I'm, did you game plan with him? I did. I, you know, I, I mentally <laughs> sent that to him. All right, Fort Payne with five wides though right here, Brian. Yep, empty backfield. Carter Blaylock in for uh, Caden Dubos, giving him a break. Ten minutes to go, no score. Fort Payne on their first possession. Barnador looking to throw. He throws across the middle and just off the fingertips of Brandon. Yeah, that Brandon was Oliver. Brandon Oliver there. Looked, uh, looked like maybe Dax thought that Brandon was going to continue on that little skinny post, just that little inside route, and Brandon had checked up. I'm not sure if there was a miscommunication or Brandon thought that he was supposed to check up, and, and Dax led him a little bit, so it wasn't in the right position. All right, that'll bring up second 10 from the May Jemison 18-yard line. Man in motion for Fort Payne. Dak's going to put in the hands of DeBose again in the middle. He follows his blockers and gets drugged down about the 10, 11-yard line. Yeah, same same type of concept there, letting that those ends come upfield and then cutting the back up underneath those and almost blocking themselves. They're not really playing run technique. They're just coming up the field as hard as they can every play, and that can create running lanes for you just by their positioning of themselves i'll tell you watching if you're watching this on fp tv i, I didn't like man i, I, I didn't like yeah. how them big boys bring him down you know they pulled him down backside yeah, he, it looked like his leg may have got caught under there but he popped right back up third and three monitor looking to throw again looking toward the end zone and uh yeah that was off too something's going on there dax thought thought nolan was going to do one thing and nolan looked at dax like i don't know what that was so that's have going to figure that one out on the sideline. That is going to set up a thrive outdoors field goal attempt. As Connor Hughes comes out, Varnador will be holding for the Fort Payne Wildcats as May Jemison holds on this drive. See if we can get a field goal out of it. 9-14 to go here in the first quarter. Here's the snap. Hold is down. Hughes kick is away and is good. So your drive outdoors extra uh, field goal is good as Fort Payne will lead now leads May Jemison three to nothing. We'll be back right after this with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting-edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Get the Wildcats! Stadium where your Fort Payne Wildcats lead the May Jemison Jaguars three to nothing after their opening drive with great field position, but they're only managed to get three points. But three points is three points. Yeah, you, you'd hope that they were moving the ball well enough that you think maybe if they can get a touchdown out of this, but they didn't on that play on that series. So, but got points. All right, so let's see. That'll be Connor Hughes. 
again uh, with the kickoff. He'll be kicking from the Fort Payne 40-yard line. 9-11 to go in the first quarter as we start a Thursday night game. And here's the kick. It's a nice one. He goes all the way back, sending the receiver all the way back to the five-yard line. He's up to the 10, the 15, Fort Payne defenders there. He gets through a bunch of them, trying to get around them, but cannot, and he'll go down at the 17-yard line. Yeah, good coverage by Fort Payne. Connor kicking it down in the corner, giving the back really only one direction to go. So let's see where they spot the ball. They're going to give him. They're going to give him up to the 19-yard line with four momentum. So it'll be first and ten for May Jemison from their own 19. Four Payne played and Caden Dubos hit that uh, kind of a outside linebacker strong safety slot um, right now until Riker Ingles full speed. So both playing both ways right now. Yeah, I think that's why you're seeing Carter Blaylock more on offense, just trying to give him some some rest. I tell you what, that breeze feels real good. It does four receivers now for the May Jemison Jaguars? Three to the far side, one near. They may be trying to use their height. They may may try to use that a little more. Yeah, they've got some athletes, and they they've there's some tall kids, and I'm sure some speed there that we got to be careful of. Burroughs is your quarterback for the Jaguars. He takes a snap. Throws a quick out to wide receiver screen. He's out to the outside, and he's run out of bounds at the 14-yard line. I mean, 24-yard line. Yeah, nice pickup, but Fort Payne's doing a good job of just keeping it down to a five-yard gain on that play. So he does pick up five or bring up second and five for the Jaguars. Let's see. This time they'll go with three receivers. Well, they'll bring. They'll have two receivers out. I don't know if yeah, <laughs> keep going back and forth. Oh, oh, pink gloves, not sure where to go. Yeah, there he is. Now he's outside with him. Burroughs is your quarterback. He's in a short shotgun, yeah. running back to his left. This time he's going to option it out, and he's going to keep it, turn up the Ooh, middle, four nice plane hit. there, and somebody took his head off. That was a nice hit. <laughs> is that Hayden? Uh, number 77 is liking it. Who is that? Yeah, he looked Hayden like he's on it. Yeah, Hayden Presley put a put – a, man, he – well, he, they, were they were dropping him. Somebody got his shoulders and head on that yeah, one. Yeah, that was a good hit. He did pick up, uh, managed to pick up two on that play, so it's going to be third and three from there on 26. Big third down here for the Fort Payne Wildcats. Yeah, really important to try to keep setting the momentum and setting the tone for this first half. Burroughs again takes a low snap, hands off, and it kind of has trouble with it. He's trying to get through some tackles. He does. He's in the middle, ah. and he's going to run forward to a first down. Yeah, everybody attacked the back thinking that he had it, and he pulled it. I, I think he missed the handoff. I think so, too. It and, looked like he fumbled and, it. And our two, Bennett Blanks and maybe even Carter, were in on the tackle on the running back, but the running back didn't have the ball, and quarterback just danced around enough to get the first down. And he was able to squirt through like Brian said for a couple of positive yards to get the first down. So it'll be first and 10 from the May Jemison 31, 734 to go here in the first period. Yeah, Fort Payne does not want to want to try to keep May Jemison from any momentum here. Burroughs takes snap, another low snap. He picks it up, looking to throw. They're going to throw down the middle to the tall receiver and just too far for him to get to. Yeah, he's really in double coverage there. Had um Caminiti and Wooten there in coverage, and then Luke Patton even helping out some. So, as from here on now, we'll be referred to as pink gloves. Yep, that's pink gloves. <laughs> you got pink shoes and pink gloves. Pink shoes is sapping. He's the center. Pink gloves is your. Uh, yeah, pink gloves went out on this yeah, he's play. He's out on this play. So, uh, May Jemison with four receivers, three near side, one on the far side. 
Burroughs is your quarterback, running back behind him. Takes another low another snap, low fumbles snap. it. Fort Payne there, looks like they're going, uh, he's squirting wow, through. Wow. He's still squirting through, still going, getting through some Fort Payne tackles, but only gets back to the line of scrimmage. My goodness, he's a strong runner. He, he broke three tackles there, and probably some of our best tacklers. We were laying all over him. I know it. So nice run there, but they, they're going to have to figure out that snap. He's not getting any good snaps. Uh, they're going to give him a half yard. It's going to get up to the 32-yard line, so it's going to be third and nine. Big down here for the Wildcats, 6.50 to go. Same set as last time from A. Jefferson. Four receivers. Burroughs looking to throw again. Fort Payne there looking for a screen. They get it yeah. to the oh, running back in the middle. Oh, my goodness. And he's almost brought <laughs> down, finally brought down at the 37-yard line, short of the first down. One of those offensive linemen literally should they should have gotten two points for a takedown on Carter Tinker on that one. I mean, he pulled him to the ground. I was looking for the official to throw the flag on that, but he didn't. So it's still game fourth down anyway. So it's going to be fourth down and two from the May Jemison 30 nine-yard line, 38-yard line. That's going to send Riker Shankles and Brandon Oliver in the back to field the punt. Well, they got hate, a punt, but uh, we got three Fort Payne guys right here. Yeah, they got confused on what they're supposed to be. And Coach Elmore's going to call a timeout. We'll take a 30-second with them. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. Ken, the Fort Payne Wildcat Stadium, yes, you are listening to a football game, and yes, it's Thursday night. Yep, not tape delayed. <laughs> We're here live. This is live. So if you're out and about on a Thursday night, catch us on FPTV or come by the field. Even even all the visitors who play tomorrow night, you people from Valley Head and who are close by, Sylvania, y'all come on down for some Fort Payne football. I'll tell you what's going to be no fun is loading up a bus and heading to Huntsville at 930. Oh, you're right. And having to go to school tomorrow morning. Those are That's a blast. Let me tell you that right now. <laughs> All right, so fourth down and two for the May Jemison Jaguars. They're setting up to punt at this moment. Uh, Riker Shankles and Brandon Oliver back at their own 28 to field the punt. Oh, they are oh, running they're, a fake. fake. And they're going to take it to the middle. Ooh. Four Payne's there, and they're going to stand him up. Oh, that's close. He did. It's going to be close. He did not get it by the spot, Brian. I don't think he did. It that's, was real close. That's going to be a turnover on downs. Four Payne ball looking at this uh, line judge's spot. Based on the hit, you'd have to think that was Bennett Blanks. I'm not sure, but because he's short of the they, he's short of the uh, what do you call those the hash marks? Yeah, he's short of he's the short of the line to gain. I think mm -hmm. that's what I was looking for. <laughs> Thank you for that. Short of the line to gain. It may be calling a measurement because it, it got the nose is on the white. It's yeah, close. It's, it's very close. He may have it based on that spot. But you're gonna have, I think they're gonna have to measure this. This may be the first time in three years I've seen somebody measure a football. Yeah, usually, usually the referees, you know, they go ahead and mark it forward. Yeah, if this was a third down, they'd have given it to him. It's a it's a measurement. The nose is on the white hash, and that's where he had to get to. We'll see when they stretch the uh, – and they are going to get got it by an inch or two. First down, May Jemison. Yeah, where the line judges were running up to spot, it didn't look like he was anywhere close. It didn't. He started off close to the 40, but he kind of rocked ran, back toward ran the – Ran at an angle. <laughs> ran an angle to the 41. 
So that's where they'll start. First and 10 from their own 41 with that fourth down play. 55 to go. Your Wildcats lead three to nothing after kicking a field goal in their first possession. We're on May Jemison's second possession of the night. Yeah, Fort Payne's in good position on defense. They're there to make plays. Uh, May Jemison is getting a couple of more yards per play than they really should be based on Fort Payne being where they're supposed to be. So they just got to make a tackle, bring them down, get them in second and third and long, and get them off the field. All right, May Jemison with two running backs in the backfield now, two receivers. And somebody's called time. Somebody, one, two, three, four. Or either a flag. I don't see a flag. Is that a, it may have been a delay of game. Came from the back, Judge. I guess it is. Yep, it's going to be a delay of game. It's going to back them up five yards as the May Jemison Band has all their stands to dance. Delay of game. They do have much more they have in attendance than they had earlier. Yep, they have a lot of room to, to dance. All right. It's going to ring up 5.30 here to go in the first quarter. May Jemison now first and 15 from their 36. There's a snap to Burroughs. Another nose low snap. Hands off to running back. Gets through the middle. Doesn't quite get back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, he does. So it's going to be a gain. He's going to get his five back there. Bring yeah. him second down. Yeah, pink, pink gloves is back in. I tell you what, that's like the fourth snap that's been across the ground to the quarterback so far. That's going to roll past him at some point and going to be a 10, 15-yard loss, if not worse. He looks like he gained about four and a half back, so they're going to say second and 11 here. I'd say half his snaps are on the ground. That one's to his hands. He's looking to throw, though. He's got a one-on-one -on -one coverage inside. The receiver has got him back. Fort Payne with a hand on it, but no call. Yeah, it looked like Connor <laughs> may, may, may have tugged a tiny bit. On, no pink, on pink gloves. On pink gloves. But good coverage. We're going to call that good coverage, Connor. Yeah, we will. Uh, Pink Gloves got out in front of him a couple of steps, and if he, the ball had been on the money, that might have been six for the May Jemison Jaguars. Yeah, it seems like that May Jemison has uh, really gone to the deep ball a lot, and I think we're getting a heat timeout maybe. Nope. There was no heat timeout. 427. None of the clocks are running. I'm not sure what they're doing. Or if well, it's equipment. Where's the equipment thing? Or if they stopped for equipment, had the guy run off. Uh, the clocks aren't running right now. Well, it was incomplete pass. So it should have been. I don't know what that side judge was wanting to. Now he whistles into play. Play clock moving. One receiver in the back, back backfield. In uh, receivers are in. Fort Payne rushing. Here they come around the end. Quarterback get out from under. He's trying to go up the middle. Fort Payne's there for a one yard gain. Yeah, good coverage. Good coverage sack there. Pressure on the outside from uh, Mason Chandler and then uh, Hayden. Presley finishing it off. That's going to bring fourth down in a whole bunch. I'm not sure they're going to fake it here. Yeah, I doubt that. Not so, on purpose, they're not. That'll bring out Riker, Shankles, and Brandon Oliver again to receive the punt. So after all that, some time moved and some distance, but not a whole lot of yeah, action. Fort Payne really needs to get some, some points on the board fairly quickly. It looks like they may try to, I don't know. I'm not going to predict what they're going to call. They are punt, punts away. Brandon Oliver coming up, fills it at the 30. He's at the 35. There's a flag. No, not a flag on play. He's just throwing the old marker down. He gets all the way up to the 45-yard line, and that's where Fort Payne will start. First and 10 this drive, second drive of the night. Yeah. Four minutes to go here in the first quarter, leading three to nothing over the Jaguars. Fort Payne running a stack doubles where one receiver behind the other. Hadn't seen this one this year, I don't think. Yeah, I haven't seen a double stack. Uh, in, it, in it running back is... 23, Blaylock. 23, Blaylock. 
and a flag thrown on the play. They throw it out to number four. Somebody move. No one like killed it before. They did it kill it. The flag was thrown right in the middle of the line. I didn't see who moved. Might have been on the center. Illegal procedure. That's going to back it up five yards. Be first and 15 for the Wildcats. Uh, Patterson Music and Jewelry. Lay away for Christmas. Drop by to see special, specials Dan and Marie are running on bench-made knives, jewelry, and instruments and sound equipment. Located in historic downtown Fort Payne, Patterson's Music and Jewelry, where it's not an illegal procedure to go see them. I got to tie it in, you know. <laughs> All right, Valor Varner's ball. He's going to hand it off. And yeah, going to pick up about one. So it's going to be second and 14 for the Wildcats. Yeah, that defensive end who had to, his helmet fall off has got to leave for one play. Swain, the big junior defensive end, made that play. Caden Dubose back in for the Wildcats. Second 14, four receivers, two on each side. Dubose flanks Varnador to his left, Varnador in the shotgun. 3.30 to go here in the first quarter. Fort Payne leading 3 to nothing over the May Jemison Jaguars. Varnador looking to throw again. He's going to go across the middle. It's bad out of wow. bounds. DeBose catches, catches the deflection, and he falls forward to the to the original first down marker. He's at the 45-yard line. Yeah, that was a strange deflection. It was it probably deflected 10 yards, but it went straight left where Caden was standing. Well, he hit it, and from our angle, it looked like he hit the ball sideways because it spun sideways yeah. coming to him. Yeah. Caden was able to catch it and get about three yards on that, three or four yards. So it's going to bring up third and 10. For the Wildcats, Varnador again, looking to throw. They're going to get looking for the screen. screen. They get it to Bose. Nobody's yeah. there. We yeah, got blockers got out front. DeBose gets around the blocker. Nobody there at the 30. He's at the 25-20. The 15 cuts inside. He's at the 10. Cuts back toward the end zone. Touchdown, Fort Payne. Yeah. <laughs> really, really nice play design. Took advantage. May Jemison playing hard on that defensive front, charging really hard, secondaries bailing. So there was created a massive void in the middle of the field. And uh, offensive line getting down there making blocks and Caden made it and a guy missed down towards the end and scores. Great job. All right, Connor Hughes setting up for the Thrive Outdoor extra point right here. Is that Fort Payne leading currently nine to nothing. Here's the snap and hold. Kick is away by Hughes and it is good. So your Fort Payne Wildcats lead May Jimson Jaguars with 2.37 to go, 10 to nothing. We'll take a 30-second. We'll be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! Welcome back in with your Fort Payne Wildcats on their second possession. Put seven on the board. They lead May Jemison 10 to nothing after an outstanding play call there on the third down and long. And Brian yeah, sampling the food. You'll tell us about <laughs> Pick it back up where we left off last week. <laughs> yeah, you knew. It felt right before that play, Chris, it really felt like Fort Payne was not able to get in a rhythm 
offensively, kind of like, well, we're trying to figure out what we're doing, kind of settling into the play calling, and certainly got it right on that one. All right, Connor Hughes set to kick off for the Wildcats from their own 40-yard line. The kick is away. This one's going to be a little shorter as uh, it's going to be fielded at the 5-7-yard line. He's up to the 15-20. to 20. Found a hole. Oh, wow. Oh, and wow. tripped down by who made that tackle? That's Riker Engel there. Riker. Riker Engel made that tackle, tripped him down, so he, yeah. if, he was, if he hadn't tripped him, he's gone. Uh, yeah, if he doesn't make that play, that's, that's, that's touchdown. So that'll be first and 10 for the May Jemison Jaguars at their own 35 after that uh, touchdown-saving tackle. You know, that's a, used a lot in broadcasting, touchdown-saving that, that, yeah, tackle. Yeah, that was it. That, that's what you call that. That was a touchdown-saving tackle. All right, 2.30 to go here in the fourth, first quarter. Your Wildcats lead the Jaguars 10 to nothing. It looks like so far, May Jemison's biggest plays or, or better plays have been off broken plays. Yeah, they, they're, their play design is not necessarily working out. It's more the, the ad-libbing ad that's going on. All right, they pitch it out to the running back, flags thrown, and he gets tackled for about, looks like they're going to give him no gain. But there is a flag on the play. That's usually where it is, a yeah, holding on the line. holding on that kind of stretch play. Luke Patton does a great job there coming down and turning the ball inside. Speaking of, there's his grandmother right there. Um, turning that play inside and right back toward the linebackers were to make that play. They call it illegal procedure. I thought you stopped the play on illegal, illegal procedure. No, that's a um, illegal procedure can be the misalignment there. They probably had okay. too many men in the backfield. Well, Coach Elmore declined that because it was a, a play for no gain, so yeah. it'll be second and ten. Yeah, they're, they're going to take the play and not the yardage. All right, so... May Jemison lining up on their own 35. Four receivers, three on the far side, one near on the short side. Running back just flanking Burroughs, the quarterback. He gets a good snap, throws out another wide receiver screen out there. Yeah, pink gloves. And he's tackled quickly after about a three-yard gain. Yeah, Burroughs, he's athletic, throws the ball well, gets it out of his hands well. But uh, play designs are not really... Seem to be targeted at anything specific. It's more, let's just get the ball out in the hands of athletes and see what they can do. Well, that little quick quick screen's worked twice now for them. Yeah, they're getting a couple yards off of that. That's going to bring up third and six, though, at their own 39-yard line. Four receivers, two on each side. Snap to Burroughs, fakes the handoff, looks the quick throw to the receiver, and gets a first down up to the 46-yard line. Yeah, that's a good play design there. Uh, isolated him on a safety. Tyler Wooten coming up to make the play, and he does make the play, but he's too far off from alignment to make the play in time to get a stop. They'll give him the 47. That's where May Jemison will start with their first down at their own 47-yard line. Fort Payne running a defender off. May Jemison in the four receivers, three near side, one on the far side. Snap, looked like a snap to the running back. They hand it off to number four. He gets around the edge. Fort Payne was there, but not able to bring him down after about a four-yard gain. Yeah, good job. Good job, Luke Patton there. Uh, just if he can finish that with the tackle, uh, he's, in, he's in position to get a uh, tackle for loss. But uh, really closed well. Just that'll didn't wrap it up. They'll bring up second and a short six. A minute left here in the first quarter and counting. As May Jemison crosses midfield for the first time this evening. Burroughs is your quarterback. He has a running back behind him. Takes a snap. Another quick throw out to the running back. Four-point. Oh, oh, and it's, it's 
It ricochets off pink gloves. The yeah. other receiver caught that, it, didn't That know? was exactly, that was very similar to what um, Caden Dubos did earlier. Hit off pink gloves and right into the next the next slot guy's hands and for a gain of a couple yards. That was a gain of a couple yards. It'll be third and three, 27 seconds left. It's right at the play clock, so they, I believe they're going to have to run a play. It's actually just under the play clock. They will have to run one more play this quarter. Third and three. May Jemison, low snap, right to the running back. He's able to cut through the line, and he gets a first down. Yeah. All right, that, oh, that's going to stop the clock with 7.2 seconds here in the first quarter yeah. after that first down. Yeah, they're going to bring everybody over and just call it and go to the go to the second quarter now. They are. They're going to go to the second quarter. So at the end of one, your Fort Payne Wildcats lead the May Jemison Jaguars 10 to nothing. We'll be right back after this with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Wildcat Stadium, where your Wildcats lead the May Jimison Jaguars from Huntsville, ten to nothing. As we get ready to start the second, um, Ryan, what you like so far? Well, Fort Payne um, just staying kind of steady with their game plan, not trying to do anything fancy. Um, some pretty basic plays, getting good position. Defense is in in solid position. May Jimison is really kind of struggling to establish any kind of rhythm off. Offensively, and, and Fort Payne's defense is just kind of keeping everything in front of them, and um, they're not giving up big plays, which is a good good thing right now. All right, we got Thursday night football. I know you were looking earlier. Is there anybody else playing tonight, or is it just with only now, team some on? college? I've tried to find some other. I know there has to be some other high school games going on, but there's nothing being recorded right now. All right, so remember you can watch us on FPTV, where you can watch it and hear us live. Uh, or, if, or if you're in your radio, your car radio, 100.9 FM, 1250 AM. May Jemison with the ball, first and 10. They hand it off to the running back, number two. He bounces outside, a flag is thrown. He gets about eight, nine yards as he's knocked out of bounds right before the first down marker, but there is a flag on the play. Yeah, we got another one. Side judge over here flew, uh, threw one, and then the umpire threw one as well, so I don't know what. Holding Well, first call is holding, but like, Brian said there is two flags on the field. He may have saw the same thing. I don't know. And the holding is uh, from about the 43-yard line of Fort Payne. I meant to, uh, meant to say Fort Payne uh, has got their stripes on their helmets and the FP on the side. Now, I don't think they had that the first yeah, game. Yeah, I saw them in the box in Coach Elmore's office, it seems to be. Uh, and I usually describe the uniforms tonight. Four panes in the black jerseys with the Vegas gold striping and white numbers and the silver britches with the Vegas gold and black and white stripe. May Jemison is in all whites with looks like their, their colors are royal blue and yellow, but their helmets look navy from here. Yeah, it's a, it's a deep, you know, darker blue than they had on last year, I think. All right, May Jemison. I mean, uh, 
Yeah, Major Jimson with the snap. Burroughs looking outside. Fort Payne's there, and they bring him down for a long loss. Yeah, nice play. Just bull rushing there. And, uh, Mason Chandler ended up with the sack, but there were several Wildcats in there pushing the pushing the pocket back and creating uh, real problems for May Jimson quarterback. And that sack pushes the ball all the way back yeah, to the May Jimson 34. That's a bad one. Woo, that's a long way to go. You had the penalty, the 10 yard penalty, and then the sack. I'm, I'm going to wait to call it because it looks like it's half a, the field. It's, thir it's, th it's a good 30 yards, if not further. The board's calling second and 33, Brian. Yep. Second and 33. Now, what you don't want to do here is give up a first down. <laughs> and you don't want to give a first down. It looks like yeah. we're going to call it. May is going to call timeout. We'll take a 30-second with them. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties, get All right, welcome back into Wildcat Stadium where your Fort Payne Wildcats lead the May Jemison Jaguars 10 to nothing as we start the first, I mean the second quarter, 11 minutes to go. Uh, after a penalty and a big, huge sack, May Jemison finds itself second and 33 from their own 34-yard line. That's where they'll start working is trying to get back this first down, Brian. Yeah, you usually have a little Excel spreadsheet laminated for your call sheets on different play and distances, and there's really not one for third and 33, or second and 33. All right, Anything Bur in 33. Burroughs takes a snap. He's going to be looking to throw long. He's not there. Fort Payne rushes a few. He's trying to get around the far side. He does. They knock him out of bounds at about the 38-yard line. Got to be careful not to get a personal foul there. Yeah, Hayden uh, Hayden Presley really rushing hard there, fell down. I don't, he wasn't doing anything intentional, but he fell into the quarterback. Got to be careful of that. So they're going to say he went out to 35, so it was just a few-yard gain on that play. It's going to bring up – they're just going to give him a yard. So it's third and 32 for the May Jemison Jaguars. As Brian said, um, this pulls out the special play yeah. sheet. <laughs> you, better not, you better not give this one up. Usually this is some kind of screen. Usually, uh, usually screens yeah. are ran here. They may try to throw a 50-50 ball up there. And that's what it looks like. They're Burroughs looking no, they to throw, they're it. throwing a screen across the middle, but Fort Payne's there, and they do make the tackle for no gain. Yeah, I think defensive line, just coaches said, hey, listen, we, we, we don't have to get to that quarterback that fast. A lot of that defensive line just held back. All right, so May Jemison will punt, and I'm sure there's not going to be a fake here. <laughs> no, I don't think you're going to do that. Because it's 31 yards. It's fourth and 31. So that's going to put back Riker Shankles and Brandon Oliver back at their own 30-yard line to receive the punt. Here's the snap. Punter gets it away. A low one. I call that one head high. Fielded by... Riker Shankles, he's coming this side. He's at the 50. He's got a lane. He's at the 40. He's at the 30, and he's going to be knocked out of bounds at the 30-yard line all the yeah. way out to the track. And a little late hit there, so that'll move it further down. Did they call it? They didn't throw a flag, yeah, though. They, they did, did throw a flag. Yeah. 
All right, so that'll be a late hit, so probably add 15 more on that one, Brian. Yeah, it, we're close to the half the distance here, maybe half the distance on this one. All right, we'll see where they mark it for. Fort Payne with great field position after an awesome punt return. Yeah, good chance here for the offense to kind of start turning, the, uh, turning it on here. So 10 minutes to go. We'll see where they're spotting the ball after this penalty. They're going to spot it at the May Jemison 15-yard line. So it's, uh, that's inside the Alpha Red Zone sponsored by Tyler Griggs. So we'll go ahead and mark him out, give him his shout-out as they start this possession there. Poor Payne coming out in those stacked doubles again. Varnador, your quarterback, flanked to the right by DuBose. Varnador, quick out to the receiver on the far side. That looks like Nolan Fowler. Nolan Fowler making a move, and he goes touchdown. in the end zone for touchdown for Payne. Yeah, pretty basic play call there, just wide receiver screen with the, with a stack look on the outside, and great job by Blake Griggs making the block, and Nolan looking, running to daylight. All right, so now Fort Payne will set up for the Thrive Outdoors extra point. Connor Hughes is back there. Varnador is your holder. <clears throat> Who's the snapper for Fort Payne on these? That'd That's be Caden Kilgore, Carl Kay and Judy's grandson. Caden Kilgore. We need to, it always needs to be shout out to the snappers. That's right. They're they're a big a big important part of the kicks. Yeah. And the snap comes to Varnador, holds down, kick is up and through. All right, so the extra point's good. Fort Payne now leads 17 to nothing over the May Jemison Jaguars with 9.53 to go. We'll be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high-quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in... at the Wildcats Stadium where your Wildcats now lead the May Jemison Jaguars 17 to nothing as we get we're early in the second quarter 9.53 to go one thing uh, Coach Jerry Elmore wanted me to thank uh, First Baptist Church Fort Payne Alabama uh, for providing the pregame meal this week for the kids so thank you to uh, Marshall Henderson and Ryan Wood the youth, youth minister there and those guys I, I know those I know they didn't fix the meal but they're yeah, I'm sure whoever it did fix it, they did a great job, and so appreciate those guys supporting the uh, Fort Payne Wildcats. All right, Connor Hughes set to set to kick off for the Wildcats. They'll be now at the quarters of change. Now they're moving. The Jemison, May Jemison, will be moving from our right to left. There's the kickoff. This one is deep, fielded at the two-yard line. Big receiver. He cuts up to the twenty. He gets through the middle. He's got room. Fort Payne needs to make the tackle, and they do. He's down at the 40-yard line. Nice return by the May Jemison receiver. Another flag on the play. Looks like that's going to be a rock in the back or a hold there for May Jemison pushing him back. All right, that receiver is big Jah Jahazia Crenshaw. Of course, this says he's 5'8". That's not 5'8". No, he doesn't. Yeah, I don't think that's I don't think that was him. That's not, that's not the right person. That kid was big. <laughs> yeah, and fast. All right, what was the penalty? The penalty flag was thrown holding? 
I uh, did not see, to be honest with you. I was looking at the wide receiver. I thought I heard holding from the stadium now, so they're going to back it up. They're going to back it up from the spot of the foul, not from the end of the run. So that's going to put the ball on the May Jemison, I think, 40-yard line. He still hadn't sat it down. The All sticks right. are sticks are at the yeah, 35. Well, he doesn't have a football yet. Oh, there you go. There comes the football guy. <laughs> Shout out to the football guys. Those little, those little guys got to run it all the way to midfield. Yeah, they, I, they've got my boy down there going to get the kickoff tee for Connor. All right, so first and 10 for the Jemison, May Jemison Jaguars at their own 25-yard line. They hand it off inside the running back. Running back trying to kick outside, and number 40 drags him down for about a no yeah. gain on the play. With a penalty, though. Great job of Will Patton over there. Could be a face mask, Brian. Yeah. There's a, a late flag right there in front of him. Yeah, I don't know. Yep, I saw yeah. him reach up to the face. Yep, face mask. Face mask against Yeah, the flag was thrown as he was bringing him down, and that, that, that the only conclusion I had was he must have grabbed his helmet. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, of course, we're way too far away to see that. So Yes. That was Mason Chandler on the nice tackle. Yeah, it was Mason Chandler. I'm sorry. Will Patton's number 50. So that'll give May Jemison a first down up to their 40-yard line. 9.37 to go. Fort Payne leading 17 to nothing over the Jaguars. Looks like, they're, looks like they've, they've taken out Burroughs at quarterback, and I'm, I'm not sure if that's just a running back in the back. Quick snap to, snap to him. Ooh. He's able to get around some tacklers. He's got open field. He gets around the Fort Payne defender. He's at the 15, the 10. Fort Payne there at the 5, and he's going to, I think, roll in for a touchdown. Let's see. Yeah. Yes, they're going to give him a touchdown. Wow, just a, just a quarterback dive. I mean, just running he off tackle. That was number two, Darian Taylor. They had yeah. him. They didn't have a quarterback. They just had him in the backfield. Yeah, great, great, great run there. I mean, he looked really, really solid on that run. And so made plays when he broke, once he broke in the secondary and at the second level, it was just find a gap and, and sprint to his end zone, and he made it. So 60-yard touchdown run for the May Jemison Jaguars. That puts, puts their first points on the board. That's why you can't sleep on this team. Now, they, they, can, they can score like that, and you just got to be – Diligent to stay in your spots and play your position and don't quit the game. It's easy in a, in a game like this to go 17-0, we're well on our way, and then something like this happens and it can turn on you real quick. That's going to set up Ishmael Beck Baker, the kicker, for the extra point, and he gets it through. So extra point's good. So at 9.24 to go, Fort Payne now leads the May Jemison Jaguars 17-7. We'll be right back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Back here at Wildcat Stadium, where your Wildcats lead the May Jemison Jaguars, visiting to us from Huntsville, 17 to 7, in the first region game of the season. Uh, May Jemison with the big run there, Brian. 
Yeah, just a real quarterback dive, just found a gap in the in the line, and once he got into the secondary, it was on, and he just raced him to the end zone. Fort Payne had some had some defenders in pursuit and, and got hands on him, but not in time. They rolled him over in the end zone for the touchdown. All right, May Jemison with the kickoff, another low kick. Yeah, they're off size, number 20 down here, 21 on this end. He was a good two or three yards off, off sides. So May Jemison off sides on the kickoff. Let's see if Coach Elmore will back him up. I would, with you know the, the kicker hadn't shown any threat. Uh, it's to kick not it, an option. Can. It's a dead ball. He's got. He's going to. Oh, he's got to kick it. So he'll kick it now from the 35. That'll move Fort Payne up on the ball. Riker Schenkel's back there alongside. Who's alongside Riker back there, Brian? I can't see numbers. Deep. Yeah, deep. Is that Dubose on the far side? That is Blake Griggs, Brandon Oliver, and Riker Shankles. Okay. I don't have my binoculars in front of me, so I can't see it. Here's well, the kickoff. binoculars? I don't know. I think they're in the bag. Uh, kick. Field by four paint at the 15 to 20, 25. Looking for a hole. Squirts through Ooh. to the 35. Hit hard and down at the 35, 36-yard line. Yeah, Brandon, Brandon took a hit right there. Huh? Looks to be okay going getting up. He's, he's working it off. You can tell by the head move. Yeah, just a little slower. All right, they're going to mark it at the 36. So first and 10 for the Fort Payne Wildcats from their own 36-yard line, moving from our left to right. Leading 17-7 with 9-18 to go here in the second quarter. Barnador in the back in the shotgun, flanked by Dubose. They're going to put a man in motion, Brandon Oliver. Quick snap. They're going to throw it out to him, looking for a screen play. He gets across through there. He's up to the 50 and falls down to the 50, to the 48-yard line. Almost yeah. said 52. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really tough block on those edges, as we've seen May Jemison called for a couple of holds. Nolan Fowler out there setting the edge for Brandon and, and doing a good job of keeping his hands inside the framework of the defensive back and not getting a hold call there. So they're going to give him just across midfield to the 49, the May Jemison 49, so will be first and 10 for the cab fix-it first down. Four receivers for Fort Payne. It's a handoff to Bose of the Mill. DeBose gets around tackles. He breaks through an arm tackle. He's at the 35, down to the 35-yard line of May Jemison. Yep, great job. Just looking for that hole, using his, his moves, hips, sliding here and there, jump steps, jumps, and um, great job by Caden. That picks up a DeCab, another DeCab fix it first down. Fort Payne driving here, uh, I'll say almost midway through the second quarter. Leading the Jaguars 17-7. Uh, new running back in for Fort Payne. Blaylock, right? Yeah, you got it. There you go. This time Varnador is going to call Ooh. his own number, but the May Jemison Jaguars line were there to meet him, and he loses two on the play. Yeah, that's uh, Malcolm Jackson on that big defensive end that we talked about earlier in the game, Swain, and uh, just cut up underneath him. Malcolm's signaling over to Coach Pinnell. I got it. I know what I'm doing. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, won't, won't happen again. Loss of two on the play. It'll be second and 12 from the May Jemison 37-yard line. Arnador takes a snap, looks to throw this side, finds Brandon Oliver on the cut. He gets down to 30, dragging tacklers up, yeah. down, all the way down to the 27-yard line. Nice pickup there. Even even when it appears like there's not much there, Brandon making, a, making some yardage off of that. Yeah, he picked up 10 yards. That'll bring up third and two for the Wildcats. On the May Jemison 27-yard line, here's a critical third and two on this drive. 
Three receivers now, no, four receivers. Three on the far side, one near. DeBose will get the handoff from uh, Varnadar. He bounces outside to the 25, trying to get through some tacklers. He does. He's at the 20, and he's at the 16-yard line inside the Alpha Red Zone. Sponsored by Tyler Griggs with the DeKalb Fix-It first down, all of that included. Caden coming off and Blaylock giving him a break. Good job by Caden finding those holes, cutting and moving and taking tacklers with him. All right, first and down for Payne from the May Jemison 17-yard line. Again, this now this is a five-receiver set for Fort Payne. Three far side, two near. Marnador by himself in the backfield. Quick throw in the middle to Tyler Griggs. Gets down the 11-yard line. Is that right? That, that'd be Blake Griggs. Blake Griggs. It's a Griggs. Yeah. That picks up uh, about, about six yards. That's going to bring up second and four for the uh, Wildcats. Yeah, Blake making yards inside his dad's red zone. <laughs> That's right. Got that stack look again. They're going to hand off. Hand it off to Blaylock. Blaylock runs through a tackler, picks up a couple more. Be right at the first down marker, Brian. Yeah. Let's see if they give it to him. You know, uh, Carter got that special teams award this week. He went in there. That's Antonio Harden, linebacker, 5'9", 170-pound junior for May Jemison. And Carter Blaylock gave him all he wanted. Third and one. Hand off to DeBose. DeBose tries to kick it around inside. outside. He does, and enough for the cab. Fix it first down. Yeah, I'd be interested to ask Coach Elmore. You know, it seems uh, in that spot, Caden does a great job of bouncing. Seemed like he bounced too quick on that one. Didn't let, the hole, didn't let the hole open, and it may have been there, and he just didn't give it a chance. I'll be interested to see what Coach Elmore's take is on that, and particularly Coach Pinnell. All right, first and goal for Fort Payne at the six-yard line. Four receivers, three far side, one near. DeBose in the backfield with Varnador, your quarterback. Varnador takes a snap. Going for the corner, trying to hit his oh. man just over the fingertips incomplete. Trying to hit number nine. That's eight. Brandon Oliver. Is that eight? Okay. Man, I really need my binoculars. <laughs> Sorry, folks. You know, the eights and nines are real close in these, these number patterns. The six, six, eight, nine. <laughs> I'm having trouble with six, eight, nine. Yeah, they, they, yeah. It, it can be confusing. Now, it looks like you got Carter Tinker in here on the Yeah, offense. we're going heavy set here. So this is that mount. Well, that's not even the mountain. Is that Bennett look. Blanks in the running back position? Yep. They're going to hand it to him right side. All right, and they do. Varnador with the high snap. Bennett Blanks trying to plow through. People gets down to about the one. Oh, they're going to give him two-yard line. Be third and two, third and goal from the two. Be interesting to see. I didn't pay attention because I was watching the block and if that backside's open because you would think in looking at this, if I was on defense, I would be looking at all that, that's, that strong side stacking of everybody and if there's a backside boot available. But it looks like they've got that covered up with 21 on the backside. All right, again, heavy set on the right side. Varnador again hands it off to Bennett Blanks. He's met oh, in the backfield wow. quickly. Bounces off the tackler into the end zone. Touchdown for Payne. Yeah. He took on the big man. Yeah, he took on Swain. Blanks, Swain was in the backfield, had, had contact at the four-yard line, and Bennett just keep fighting, 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 and made it to the end zone. That's an interesting matchup, Blanks and Swain. Yeah, yep, it <laughs> that's, is. That's, that's two heavy-duty people that's right two, there. two best-on-best best right there. All right, that'll that'll get the uh, probably made a little noise down there, a little crack. I think it did. That'll put Connor Hughes getting ready for the Thrives Outdoor Extra Point. Snap to Varnador. Uh, Bain Jibison goes offside. That'll yeah. move it up a hair. <laughs> yeah. He's going to decline it. 
It's always weird to me. Well, it's not weird to me. Nothing. It's a penalty. <laughs> yeah, a lot of coaches will decline that, just not take that extra yard and a half, just so the kicker's kicking from the same spot. I guess that really is, comes into play if you're needing to go for two. Yeah. You probably change it to go for two when you yeah. get closer. But we're going to try again for the Thrive Outdoor Extra Point. Snap to Varnador. High. Varnador gets it down. Kick away, and it's through the goal post. Good. All right, so with 5.50 to go in the half, Fort Payne now leads 24-7 over the May Jemison Jaguars. We'll be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. here at Wildcat Stadium where your Fort Payne Wildcats lead the May Jemison Jaguars 24-7 in this first region game of the season for both teams. The bands have left the stands to get ready for their respective halftime shows. Yeah, may have to watch that one. Yeah, I can't remember if this was the band that, uh, you know, the stadium announcer was really into. You remember that? Uh, yes, I think is. it was. It is, yes. Uh, they, I mean, they had a stadium announcer that called out every one of their songs. He's like, hey, here we are for this song. And yeah. like, Get ready for this song. Yeah. And we're doing it to this song. Like, okay. <laughs> and he was sitting right near us, so we could hear him. Yeah, we could, we could hear him. I wonder, but I think they do that here. I think they, they come over here to our press oh, yeah. box and yeah, do that. they usually do. Be interesting to hear at halftime. All right, Fort Payne set to kick off. Looks like Connor Hughes. That's number 13. Is that yeah, Connor? This is Hayden Chambers. Okay, Hayden Chambers to kick off for Fort Payne this time around. And his kick is away. This one's going deep, and it's going to go into the end zone. Touchback. So no return for the May Jemison Jaguars. That's always the best. Yeah, great job, Hayden. That's what we talked about with Coach Elmore. He's pretty consistently putting it in the end zone. So. Well, there is a flag on the play, Brian. All the way up at the 42-yard line, 43-yard line. I didn't see that one. I wonder if that's a hold. Usually these flags on kickoffs are usually yeah, on the receiving team. Uh, I don't know why you'd, yeah. why you'd Unless hold. Unless it was blatant, I don't know why you would even call that because he kicked it in the end zone. Well, it is holding, and they're going to back it up. Yeah, you rarely see uh, a penalty on a touchback. Yep, so that's going to be that's going to bring maybe Jemison all the way back to their 10-yard line. We'll be first and 10 with 5:50 to go in the half. It's a nice night for football, I'll tell you that. Uh, the specialist was right. Yes. The the temperature has cooled down. Now the sun's gone. We got a little bit of wind, which makes it feel yeah, a little cooler. It feels very nice out here. 
Burrow is back at quarterback for the Jaguars. He's going to throw it out to the receiver of the far right side. Fort Payne there. He's able to shrug, shrug off that tackle and get a first down. Up to the 22-yard line. Yeah. Luke Patton there to, to make the play and didn't, didn't bring the tackle down. Had Carter Tinker came to finish it off. Our first and Jim, first and ten, made Jimison from their own 22-yard line now. Uh, Burroughs is out now, Brian. Then they've got the running back back at. Yeah, this uh, is this is the uh, the setup that paid off the, long, the first time. Yeah, had the long touchdown run. I would expect run this this side, this near side. Here he comes. And you're right, trying to find his balkers. He's going to bounce it out, trying to look for a lane. Not there. Four Payne eats him up for a one-yard yeah. gain. Great job, Caden Kilgore, holding his line, holding his gap, protecting there. Five twenty-four and counting to go in the half. Fort Payne leading May Jemison, 24-7. We'll see they bring uh, they bring Burroughs back in the ball game for May Jemison. Four wides, two on each side. Snap to Burroughs at his ankle. He picks it up, throws it, finds a oh, big receiver yeah. across the middle for a first down at the 40-yard line. That's a good throw there. Hit him, hit him right in stride. Well, how can you miss him? The kid looks to be 6'5". How big is that kid? 17. Number 17. 6'2"? Uh, he looks taller than me. Yeah. All right, so they hit the big 6'2 receiver across the middle for a first down at the 40-yard line. The May Jemison 40. 4.55 to go. Rose takes a snap again, this time looking to throw outside. He's going to scamper around, get through some tackles, and pick up two yards. Yeah, I think he thought he had more yardage than he did. And when he pulled it down, he thought he got through that initial rush and he's going to have a chance to make some yardage and just wasn't well, there. Well, I'm impressed with the Fort Payne D-line getting past the, well, they call them the hogs. Yeah, that's some big the, boys. In the front for May Jemison. All right, May Jemison with two receivers this time, one on each side. They got their running back in the backfield. Uh, Burroughs is out. Quick snap to him. He's going to run to the right side looking for a hole. Fort Payne there. He picks up two more yards. It'll be third and six. Yeah, it looks like when they go that unbalanced, they're, at least to this point, they're running uh, strong side each time, and, and they're actually swapping guard and tackle on both sides to get their biggest guys on the run play side. That'll bring Burroughs back out, the quarterback for May Jemison. Just under four minutes now to go in the half. Fort Payne leading 24 to seven. It's third and six for the Jaguars. Low snap again to Burroughs. Yeah. Burroughs, Ooh, he's wow. eaten up by the Fort Payne defender. And who's that number 40? Chandler, Mason Chandler has been, he has, uh, he is, he has taken, he played a little bit last year as a freshman for Fort Payne. And, he has come on this year and has become a very, very sound and dependable, quick pass rush. Gets off the ball, gets off his block quick, and he's making some plays tonight. And that looked like he came in unblocked. He was yeah. on their quarterback just as yeah, fast as he got quick, the ball. Shooting those gaps. So it looks like May Jimson's going to choose to punt. That'll send back Brandon Oliver and Riker Shankles at the 30. This punter so far, his punts have been like right over the heads. Yeah. They've been very low. Oh, no, they're going to quick snap. Are they going to fake that? I think they're going to fake it. <laughs> they but called I, a I timeout. Don't, I don't think they got said. Did they call a timeout? They did. Their coach called a timeout. All right, May Jemison called timeout, but they also showed a fake punt. So I guess we'll take a 30-second with them. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. 
passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat Football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Get All right, we are back on a Thursday night at the in Fort Payne, Alabama at the Wildcats Stadium as your Wildcats lead the Mae Jemison Jaguars 24-7 here in the final minutes of the first quarter. So far, it's been a lot of Fort Payne and some of Mae Jemison. Yeah, other than that long touchdown run, Fort Payne has pretty well held this offense in a check for Mae Jemison. Um, but they have, they have shown to be able to strike quick. Yes, they, they can. They've got plenty of athletes. Fort Payne's going to get the ball with plenty of time to try to make some some noise here before half as well. Looks like they just got a Brandon Oliver back right here instead of a uh, Riker Shankles. Yeah, right? I think they're going, it looks like they're going punch safe here, which means they're more in alignment for defensive and defending a, a potential fake than they are really trying to set up a punt return. All right, this time the kick goes back. The kicker or the punter is thinking about it, and he does get away. <laughs> he does get it through. And Fort Payne's going to stay away from it. It's going to roll to the Fort Payne 31. That's the weirdest that, thing that I've was ever a seen. Very, that was a very odd punt. <laughs> he just held on to it. It was like he's daring them to come at it. Yeah, it was weird. And then when they did, he punted. It was I've never seen anybody just sit there and hold it. You couldn't tell. Is he, I thought, is he thinking about running it? Yeah, it looked like he was. I don't know. I don't know what he was doing. Well, anyway, that old Fort Payne does receive the ball at their own 31. Is able to set up first and in 10, leading 24 to 7, 241 to go here in the half. Yeah, you think, well, Fort Payne's still got, I think, two timeouts. Yeah, they've still got two timeouts. This this is not a rush. This is not really, well. And timeout's called by May Jemison. We'll take a 30-second with them. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. All right, welcome back in the Wildcat Stadium. Is it's timeout right now? 2:41 to go, 24 to seven. Ryan, I'm kind of watching the dynamics of little kid play down in front of the stands. I'm gonna tell you what, it is <laughs> action packed down there, and always is. It is. What would you call those elementary kids? I yeah, guess. you know, be honest with you, you don't want to watch it too close because it'll kind of make you a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of concrete and a lot of open knees, uncovered knees down there. That yeah. One of them is my son, so I was kind of watching him see what's going on. All right, Fort Payne now, first and ten. Arnold with the snap. Oh, oh wow. that's a receiver, Riker. Riker Shankles receives it at the 46 and yeah. hit hard and dropped at the 46 for the cab fix it first down. We used to call, call that a smoke screen um, where you, you fake that, that little wide receiver screen and instead of blocking, the guy who would normally block goes downfield. And 
perfect play call at the perfect time, and Riker makes a great catch. Great catch, great catch, and took a big shot. Quick throw out to number six, yeah, Tyler they Griggs. Were no, that, no, that's Blake, that's Griggs. Blake Griggs. Gregory Tyler's a dad. <laughs> we'll talk about him when he gets the red zone. I thought, yeah, they they, they called it. <clears throat> I thought they weren't going to call it, and they did. Well, you don't usually those offsides play. They let the player run. No, uh, not, in, not in high school. Not in high in college, school. they do not in high school. Okay. it's a dead ball. You know, because it's standard in college. If that offside, the quarterback's going to throw it deep on one of the one sidelines. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's usually a 50-50 ball. Let's throw it up and see what happens. So offsides on May Jemison. That'll give them now first down and five as they cross midfield to the May Jemison 48-yard line. 2.18 to go, 20 in the half, 24-7 lead for the Wildcats. Yeah, four paint. They've only run off about 30 seconds. All right, four receivers, two on each side. DeBose in the backfield with Varnador. You know, Fort Payne hasn't showed that tight three-man receiver set yet. You know where they come in real tight, three yeah. of them? Yeah, they've been spread the whole time. I think this gives them a much more of an advantage because they're playing a two-high safety. So spreading those corners out gives you more uh, – Running room in the middle. Running room in the middle. You've only got you got your four down linemen. You've got three linebackers. When you spread that slot guy out, those outside linebackers are even spread a little bit. So you got numbers advantage inside. Barnador takes a snap. He's going to hand it off to Bose. To Bose going to right run there. his blocker in the middle. He's up in the middle. He's up to 35, 30. Spins, gets some more yards all the way down to the 26-yard line for the cab. Fix it first down. That, that's that's it right there. That's the numbers. You got five. You count the quarterback and the running back. You got seven on four. Up front, you got five offensive linemen blocking four defensive linemen and one linebacker. And and because Caden is so quick hitting that hole, those outside linebackers don't have a chance to come in and make a play. First and down, first and ten from the twenty-six. Now they're doing some in, yeah. Takes a snap. Looking at Oaken over the field. He finds Nolan Fowler. Fowler trying to make room around the outside. He pushes his a block, his defender down. Pushes ahead four for another DeKalb fix it inside the alpha red zone sponsored by Tyler Griggs. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and that time they brought the safety down to help with the run support, which left man-to-man -man on outside, and they hit Nolan a little. I think they call that a fin route five yards in. Uh, I believe that's what he ran. And uh, and Nolan Nolan's showing some skills to break tackles there and, and make yards after catch or yards after contact. Blaylock in the backfield of Varner. Varner's going to throw again. Looking uh, this near side, the receiver couldn't quite get it a little, yeah. little, out, little outside there, incomplete. Brandon looked like he was, he felt like he was too tangled up that he he had the uh, mindset he's not throwing it over here, and he did. All right, second and 10 from the just inside the May Jemison 15 yard line. This time, Varner. All by himself in the backfield. Five receivers, three near, two on the far side. Arnador takes a snap. Look at the throw. He's going for the end zone. Oh, wow. the man wide open oh. and made catch by number 17, Riker Shankles. Touchdown, Fort Payne. He was wide open, bro. Yeah, that last time before when they had that third down call or that third down. Um, the last time they had that, that set up, they ran a little what we used to call a stick route, which is a little hitch by Blake Griggs. And, uh, and Dax opened to Blake, and I think that drew Riker's guy uh, to Blake, and then he just lofted it over and hit it right, hit Riker. 
All right, here's the Thrive Outdoor Extra Point. The whistle's blown, though. Looks like a there equipment. There we go. There's our equipment There's guy. the old equipment guy. Well, speaking of equipment, <laughs> I'm watching the watching the college games. I didn't know they allowed that now short. I guess that, is that the new uniform, the shorts? Yeah, where they're because all They're all above the knee. Yeah. And I've noticed it on all the college teams. Yeah. it's. Yeah. I didn't know that was allowed. I thought your knees had to be covered. Yeah. I, maybe they got them to sign a waiver that they're not going <laughs> to sue the NCAA for broken kneecaps. All right, Connor Hughes to set up for the Thrive Outdoor Extra Point. Snap the hold by Varnador. Kick is up with the train whistle, and it is good <laughs> as we go with a minute 33 left in the half, and the trains are here. Fort Payne now leads May Jemison 31-7. We'll be right back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! We are back at Wildcat Stadium as we are a minute 33 away from the halftime as Fort Payne now leading the May Jemison Jaguars 31 7. And Brian, um, I, I hate to jinx it or even well, what do, do you say something right now. Well, don't. Well, you know, we got 31 points the first half. We talked about two the first two games, 50 yeah. points. Yeah. The way we, the way we look. Well, we we've said this, and I've said it for well, you, me and you for the last two years, me for the last three years. Coach Elmore is a really really smart offensive football coach, and he has got weapons, and he has got guys at every position who can make plays, catch ball, make plays after the catch. When you got that, I mean, you just can't you can't key on anybody. Here's the Fort Payne kickoff. This one's low as it hits at the 25, and it's going to bounce all the way to the receiver. He's trying to field it, but he's going to have to let it go. Is that one rolled into the end zone for a touchdown? Yeah, I don't, I don't think Hayden meant to do that, but it worked <laughs> out. Yeah, Coach uh, Coach Thomas is looking at Hayden. Like, I don't think we called a uh, squib. squib. <laughs> it did. It hit at the 25, and it rolled 25 yards in the end zone. They, yeah. they tried to field it or tried to get close yeah. to it. Hayden and Connor both have a real steep angle on their approach, which has a tendency to, you can miss hit when you do that. All right, so May Jemison with a chance to do something here before the half, a minute 33 to go. They'll be starting from their own 20 yard line. I knocked an elder to lady out in Commonwealth Stadium in Kentucky when my senior year at Auburn <laughs> with a too steep of an angle, I hit a squib kick into the end zone. I think I've heard that, I think I've heard that story. Have you? <laughs> yeah. Pass attempt from the Woo! May Jemison quarterback, a little low, incomplete, bring up second down. I think right. I've heard you, you hit some lady. I hit her hard too. I didn't realize, I, I kind of was kicking the ground because I was mad about how I hit the ball, and I heard the whole stadium go, ooh. <laughs> and I look up, and her, her husband's trying to catch her from falling down in the bleachers. And then you look up, and here comes the medical yeah, personnel. They, had, they took her out on a gurney as we were going into the locker room. All right, May Jemison with a pass. Oh, this is intercepted by Fort Payne at the 30, the 25-20, and he's dragged down at the 13, the 12-yard line. No, 17-yard line. Yeah, great job, Connor Kinsley. Uh, no offense to Connor because he's in the right place at the right time, but that quarterback threw it right to him. If he didn't drop it, it looked like that was a uh, miscommunication because yeah. the receiver turned inside. Yeah, Connor just 
basically just had to stand there and catch the ball. It was thrown right at him, which is great. He made the play because there's a lot of DBs that can't make that play. So with a minute 20, that'll give Fort Payne plenty of time to put some more points on the board here in the first half. Yeah, you you got to believe that Coach Elmore is going to try to push this a little bit more and get more points on the board. All right, empty, empty backfield for Varnador, five wide. Varnador in the shotgun. He calls for the ball, throws it across the middle to yep. – uh, Brandon Aller, Brandon Aller trying to get, get tackled. He goes in the end zone. Touchdown, Harpane. Uh, that's Tyler Griggs. Tyler Griggs. Blake Griggs. No, Blake Griggs. You said Tyler. <laughs> I was just messing with you. That was the same route that they ran in that empty a while ago, except Blake, instead of doing the little stick and checking up, uh, he ran through, which is actually a, uh, an old Mike Leach, which that's the old Hal Mummy Kentucky offense which says if you got man coverage, you don't check up. You run through the man coverage and get to the open space, and there's a wide open space, and Dax and Blake on the same spot, on the same page there. All right, the Thrive Outdoor extra point is up and good. So with a minute 12, it only took a second or two for Fort Payne to score seven more points. It's now 37-7 to here in the first half, and we'll be back right after this with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. I mean, now, uh, as Fort Payne, uh, after the turnover, gets a quick seven as they now lead 38-7, to seven, Brian. Yeah, great job. Uh, defense producing a turnover. Getting it right back and offensive capitalizing on it. You've got to believe, you know, that that uh, that, that string of 50-point-plus games is looks to be a distinct possibility this time again. All right, kick by, kickoff by Fort, Fort Payne, fielded at the two-yard line. May Jemison receiver up to the 20, the 25. Gets around the end, trying to squirt through, and he's going to get knocked. Nope, he's still on his feet. Get up to about the 20, 32-yard 30, line. I apologize, 32-yard line where they'll set up, set up first and 10. Uh, yeah, I think you'd think May Jemison's going to probably try to do something here, make something happen. They got to try to get some momentum, even though they're down 31 points. Well, this is working out like Coach Elmore would hope that you get on them early. Yeah. And you kind of just defeat their spirit. Yeah. It's it's nice to see this team. Another penalty. Another penalty. Have um, kind of the feeling of being in the stadium. You know, last time we were here, going into half, we were. Whew. All right, another penalty on the play. That's going back. I think another holding call, Brian. It's going back it up to the 22-yard yeah. line of May Jemison. They'll start first and ten. May Jemison shooting themselves in the foot, in the a pink lot. shoes foot, in the pink shoes, and held by the white glove by the pink gloves. Is pink gloves out there. Pink Golly, gloves. I missed, there. I missed the joke. You got to hit the punchline, Brian. All right, that's going to be a handoff to running back in the middle. He's trying to follow his tacklers. Fort Payne there Woo! for about a two-yard gain. Yeah, that, who's that that brought him down yeah. there in the middle? Well, I don't know. I was watching uh, forty. Caden Kilgore get double teamed by those two. That was forty-one. Yeah. 41 no, is, well, Caden, is Caden, Caden, no, yeah, Caden was not in on the tackle. He had two offensive oh, linemen he just, he was just sitting on top of him. But because <laughs> two offensive linemen were sitting on top of him, it freed somebody else up to make the tackle. 
He just handled uh, the double I would team. have to tell Caden, I really wouldn't want those two for offensive line. Yeah, they were big ones, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, 37 just, seconds left. Good job, good job just getting up. I don't know if May Jemison's going to let the clock roll. With the, they haven't started the play clock yet. 20, some 29 seconds left. They still haven't whistled it in. Now they have. Yeah, they're not in a hurry. Yeah, they're going to have to run one more play as the play clock's at 19, game clock at 20. Play, uh, Burroughs takes a snap. He hands it off to the running back, trying to get Ooh. outside. Fort Payne there to stop him for about a four-yard gain. And referee blows blows the whistle and stops the play. I think, I the think they're going to get maybe Tyler Wooten came in pretty hot at the end of that play to oh is that, that going to be a uh, targeting i don't know i need to ask coach elmore i'm not i'm not familiar with targeting rule in high school no they did call just, it they called it targeting on but i don't pain. think they is that an automatic ejection i'm not sure about that i don't think so because you know they don't have the play they don't have a review to look at it that's just, true so that so it's a 15-yard personal foul on Fort Payne for targeting. That's going to give May Jemison with 12 seconds the ball on their own 48-yard line, because they don't they don't have a lot. They got a lot of room to try to do something here. And they're not, and they're running the clock too. So nine seconds left. Looks they're like, not going to get this playoff. Nope. Five seconds. Three. Wow. I don't think he sees the clock. And they. Yeah. And that'll do it as time runs out on May Jemison. So at the end of the first half. The Fort Payne Wildcats lead the May Jemison Jaguars 38-7. We'll be back right after this with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting-edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Get Wildcats! It's not, it should be unmuted, tap, tap. Ladies Stay tuned, we'll be right back with a Fort Payne Marchers band. Hold on to your seat. Introducing the dynamic, electrifying band of the lane. Huh? here with Blake Green, who is the offensive player of the week. So, Blake, 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 Blake,
sophomore and I'll find out why Okay, and um, go a little bit more into detail about what that position entails. Okay, yeah, so for a receiver, our main goal is obviously to get open and score, but like for all offense, we run it a pretty good bit, so um, blocking is also a pretty, pretty big part of it. So yeah, that's mainly what we do, get open and try to block. Okay, and um, you know, Thursday we're playing May Jemison, so what are you doing leading up to um, the game tomorrow to prepare mentally and physically? Uh, yeah, so I've been hydrating the most I can, as much as I can. Um, that's always a big part, especially with the heat here in Alabama, you know. And uh, for practice, I've been um, trying to stay locked in as much, much as I can, listening to the coaches about the new plays we put in for this week, for, the, for this opponent. They, they, do, they do some different stuff, but we'll be fine. And uh, obviously watching film, that's always a big part. Okay, once again, I'm Reagan Mason, and go Cats! Uh, 40, Mason Chandler is a dog. Go. No, 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 no. Too quick, Cam. Okay, that's fine. Locked up. Yes, sir. Okay. I didn't know what you to them down. That little rat right there. Oh, it is so, I'm sweaty right now. I'm so sweaty. I'm sweating like it hard. You can see the water dripping off me. I haven't done nothing yet. Uh, my coaches knew I'm mic'd up right now. They kick my booty. Yeah. Seth like smashed my fingers. Yes. Like hard. Yeah, like right there and right there. Like right his face is. Yeah, I might as well just wrap the whole thing up. I hate working out in the end zone. Feel bad for this long. Roll tight. Bring your feet. My dollar. Park and holler neath the mountain moonlight. Hold up tight. Don't overrun it. Don't overrun it, Cam. I might. Er early season uh, FETV content. That's right. What's up, Bennett? What up? I don't really do much during punt team. It's pretty nice. Let's get a break. Everyone knows me when I'm mic'd up. Shout out to Smidge, bro. Smidge and Doug carrying me through this process, this recruitment process. Trigger. He's been there for me on and off, bro. Ever since he had four legs. Ever since he had four legs. Uh, Put the camera on Antonio. Put the camera on Antonio. Hi, I'm Reagan Mason here with this week's Defensive Player of the Week for the Fort Payne Wildcats football team. So, Connor, tell us um, what grade you're in and what position you play. Uh, I'm a junior and I play a uh, defensive back. Okay, and um, go a little bit into detail about um, what that position entails. Yeah, so basically we have uh, in our defense, we have three defensive backs. Uh, we have two corners, which is what I play, and then we have a safety. Uh, our primary job is to stop the pass uh, of the offense and then when uh, we recognize run, 
go up and help the big guys. Okay, and um, going into this week's game against Mae Jemison, what have you been doing mentally and physically to prepare? Yeah, so, you know, studying film is important. Uh, realizing what receivers' tendencies and uh, different concepts they can run is important. Also, staying locked in in practice. It's been hot uh, a few days during practice. So, uh, stay, staying focused and ready to play is always important. And, uh, you know, hydrating is always important, especially on a short week. Uh, because you can't cram it in the day before. Uh, you got to be hydrating throughout the week. So. Okay, thank you. Once again, I'm Reagan Mason and Go Cats. I got you, Ansley. Go! Pushing wide. Hole shot it. Hole shot it. Watch out, watch out, watch out. Back up, back up, back up. Stick, snag, shoot, shoot. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I like this too. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Here we go, we gotta go, come on. Push, 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 snap it, good. Yeah, yeah, I mean, cause that, it's a little bit, that's the third and eight call and I don't wanna run it too short, you know what I mean? Let's go, gosh, it might have taken forever. Well, should be easy, he'll be inside leverage. Here we go. Push, 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 snap it right there, good, that's perfect. Ah. Yeah, I know, the sun's, I know it. Sun's kind of brutal right there. We should have gone the other way, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I got Water, water, water! Did I get off somehow? How do we? Yeah, I know it. Got on my watch, man. Tricked y'all. I can't figure out why everybody else is still going. We're on water break. Did I get off somewhere? Don't run away from them. Be physical. Don't run away. Here, y'all are here. Y'all are there. Y'all are there. Y'all are here. Y'all are here. All right, Roadrunners. Roadrunners right here. Roadrunners, Roadrunners. Got to line up on it. Hurry, hurry, hurry. All right, Throw it up here. Full speed, throw it up. Now, it's automatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Unless he's down pressing. Hi, I'm Reagan Mason here with this week's Mr. Dependable for the Fort Payne Wildcats. Here I have with me Hayden Presley. So Hayden, um, tell us what grade you're in and what position you play. Uh, I'm a senior and I play on the D-line. I'm a tackle. Okay, so um, being named this week's Mr. Dependable, tell us um, what exactly does dependable mean to you? I don't know. I think it means that showing up every day and doing your best and you can always fall back on somebody that gets named Mr. Dependable. Okay and um, going into this week's game what are you doing to prepare mentally and physically? Well we're obviously working in this hot heat we need to hydrate and mentally I'm just trying to lock in myself. Okay, thank you. Once again, I'm Reagan Mason and Go Cats. Hi, I'm Reagan Mason here with Blake Griggs, who is the Offensive Player of the Week for the Fort Payne Wildcats. So, Blake.
Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high-quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. So, Coach, uh, it's the second home game of the season against May Jemison. Um, we're doing pretty good in the first half, or do you have a plan to change anything we're doing in the second half or just keep pressure on them how we've been doing? Well, I mean, they're a talented group, and it showed the first couple of drives there that we had, a, had our hands full early trying to block them and trying to tackle them. And, uh, and I think we're going to get the same thing in the third quarter. They're going to come back out a little fresh and come after us. They, they came back last week from – uh, 17 or 24 down at halftime, so we're going to get their best shot here. Uh, we got to just stay on them and keep doing our day. Hopefully when they get tired, they get tired, we're able to do a little bit more against them, but we got to get them tired first. Yes, sir. Thank you, Coach. Thank, Thank you for your time. All right, we're back here at Wildcat Stadium. You heard from Coach Elmore. He's going to keep at it. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> the funniest-looking little microphone they put on his shirt. It's hard to <laughs> listen to him without staring at that thing. For those of you who are watching on on FPTV. I'm sure it's a fancy, expensive, top-of-the-line microphone. It just looks like a one of them little Muppets that the guy took the mallet and hit on the head, and they all have different note that they played. Shout out to Steve Black for the unique you microphone. Re you remember those? You remember the Muppets with the guy? He took it into the Italian. And he played them, played I, the little Muppet balls I, with I the mallet. I do not remember you that. You don't remember those? No. I, where have you heard that on, the Muppets? Yeah, it was on a Muppet show, oh. old Muppet show. That guy would. I just would, remember Baker. He would get up there and have this mallet, and he had all these little fuzzy balls with mouths, and they would scream when he'd hit them <laughs> in the head, and they had different. Is that the original uh, whack-a-mole? Pretty much. Well, yeah, pretty it, was, much? it was like a xylophone, but it said instead of the little metal bar, it was a, a little Muppet head that looked like the thing on Coach Elmore's shirt that they're interviewing with. Well, if you're just now joining us, we are talking Muppets <laughs> here on Thursday night. <laughs> well, there's no scores to cover. I'm, there is literally like Sylacaugus playing, Westminster Christian, uh, Dale well, County, I think. Westminster's playing a county score, are they not? I have no idea. I didn't even look when I saw it. You need to look because I think they're playing uh, Valley Head or one of the county no, schools. No, I don't think it was Valley Head. I would have stopped on that one. I don't think. Well, I remember it may, Westminster. It could be a Westminster Christian down in. It could be another one. I know Westminster Mobile Christian and Whitesburg Christian both play area teams. Okay. Because I did them on the. Oh. I'll do that when we're off air. All right, <laughs> we got a minute left uh, here at halftime before we get started. There really is nothing to do. When nothing you got to those, do. At the time, the Lions and the Chiefs, there's no score on that game. The Braves were tied at three with the Cardinals, but I don't know if that game's over yet. So there's just uh, no there's no games to talk about. Well, I Unless guess you want to talk about Bama and Texas. How I about, about that? say if you well, talk about what's coming up in college, Bama and Texas. Who do you have there? That's it. That's in Tuscaloosa. Auburn at Cal. I got Alabama. Yeah, I think so. I Texas, I, Texas thinks they can play with. I them. don't think they're. 
<laughs> I don't think they're quite ready. I haven't watched them play, but um, I think Alabama's defense is too strong this year. And Auburn's at Cal, and Georgia plays nobody. That's going to be a tough game for Auburn to get over there and fly I think the, all the I think, way across the country. I think the surprise of last week was the LSU getting beat, getting thumped pretty good. Yeah, that, 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 I watched the first half and kind of shut it down. Second half, we were down at the lake, and I didn't really watch much of the second half. I kind of got away from them there, but hard to tell who's who's legit clemson's down they went right. down to duke and you got to think that florida state's going to be the favorite in acc now all right there's the halftime buzzer as we get ready to start here on the half in the second half of this first region game for the fort payne wildcats they lead may jimson 38 to 7 brian uh for those that may not have been listening first half just a quick highlight of, of what they missed well fort payne uh, gets three points on the first drive uh, they do score a touchdown on the second drive. Just really didn't start to catch a real rhythm till uh, towards the end of the first quarter. And then, you know, slowly uh, defense just holding, holding, holding. Gave up one long play, a couple of first downs on a couple of drives, but nothing really sub uh, substantive for uh, May Jemison's offense. And then Fort Payne's offense slowly starts to start clicking a little bit more and getting catching a better rhythm. And then, of course, the interception at the half gives Fort Payne an opportunity to score 14 points right before halftime. So it went from, you know, 24 to 7, which is way more manageable than a 38 to 7, which it is now. All right, Fort Payne set to receive the second half kickoff. Uh, real quick, I can't remember, who who do we look, who is uh, Fort Payne playing next week? They uh, That would be Gadsden City. So, so they that's going to be Gadsden a massive City. region game, and I'll be in Chicago, so you'll have to have it by yourself. Mm, so it'll be me and hopefully a nice guest to do play yes. by play or play color, color commentary. Color commentary. All right, there's the kick, and it's away. Kicked over to the left side. It's going to roll out of bounds, and the flag will be thrown. Fort Payne will get the ball in the 30, 35, 35 yard line. That's where they'll set up first and ten here. The their first possession of the second half. Yeah, one of the nice benefits Fort Payne has with playing on a Thursday night is getting a little bit of a head start on that big, big region matchup next weekend against Gadsden City. You know, we had a chance last year. I think things were, were good for us, but we had some things. Remembering that game, we had yeah. some things go wrong that, you know. <laughs> that was one of those games you couldn't have, you couldn't afford those things to happen, and they did. And uh, Fort Payne's going to have another opportunity next week, hopefully. All right, Varnador with snap. He's going to hand it off to Bose. DeBose cranking it up the middle, carries a blocker with him for about two yards. A blocker carries a defender with him for two yards. Yeah, Caden trying to pick back up where he left off in the first half. I don't know how many yards the stat line has on that, but he's doing a great job of finding the open holes. All right, Fort Payne. Yeah, here we go. Here's fun. Six receivers. Yeah, three, they, they, three on no, each they side. Kicked, they've kicked the tackles out, so they've got three offensive linemen. they got Grayson Hester in there blocking. That's a quick out of the side to number six. He gets a block. He's around the end. He's at the 45, crosses midfield to the May Jemison 49 for a decap, fix it first down. Yeah, that, that, that may be sometimes – that may be one of those just to give Gadsden City something else to look at. That's one Blake, of those, yeah. That was Blake Griggs on the reception. There you go. You got it. I got, I got to get it. <laughs> but uh, that, that could be one of those formations that Fort Payne throws out there just to give uh, something on film that May Jimson's got to work on. Anything that you can give them, hey, here's one more formation you got to do, and it's a weird one. So that may have been what that was. All right, four receivers. They hand off to Blaylock up the middle. He's tackled quickly for no gain. So we'd be, be second down and 10 for the 
Fort Payne Wildcats at midfield. That guy looked like he is at over twice the size of Carter. What's his number and see what he 57. weighs? Seven. He's, he's got to be 300. <laughs> he's a good 285. They got a 270 on there. They got some 270s. Our Fort Payne's going to bring their receivers in close here near side. Two receivers far side. Ball right in the middle of the field. Man in motion. Fowler. Barnador takes the snap, but yeah. uh, Coach Elmore is going to call timeout, Brian. Yeah, he didn't like that one. That was something, something wasn't right there. He's going to try to fix. So, so he takes a timeout here with 10:47 uh, to go in the third quarter. Fort Payne leading May Jemison, 38 to seven. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! All right, we're back. We're at second down and 10 for the Fort Payne Wildcats right at midfield as they're moving from our left to right. They get the they got the kickoff, so they have the first possession of the second half, leading May Jemison 38-7. Barnador is your quarterback. Flanked by Blaylock to his right. He's going to look to pass. Stands in the pocket. Throws over here to Nolan, Nolan, Nolan Fowler near us. Nolan Fowler down the sideline, and he has ran out of bounds about the 37-yard line for a DeKalb fix it first down. Yeah, what – where we are right now, Fort Payne obviously is not giving up on the game. We're really trying to get a lot of things on film, getting some looks, trying to work on themselves and just clean up, make sure that they're real crisp going into next week. Four receivers set for Fort Payne, three on the far side, one near. DeBose back in at running back. They're going to hand it off in the middle. He's going to bounce out to the outside near us. He's at the 45, turns it up to the 30. He's at the 25, down to the 20-yard line for DeKalb, fix it first down inside the Alpha Red Zone, sponsored by Tyler Griggs. Yeah, it's another one of those where Caden bounces again, and, of course, that's a stretch play or a, a, a zone play where you're really looking for that open gap. It just seems like Caden really likes to bounce it real quick on those. He does like to bounce. Yeah. He'll start toward that right tackle, and then he'll just kick it out and get around the end. And he's got the speed to get it around. Yeah. Blaylock now in a quarter, I mean, running back. Fowler, your quarterback. I mean, Fowler. Varnador, your quarterback. Receivers in. Four of them. Man in motion. Varnador takes snap. He's looking to throw. He's going to have to roll out right side, and he's tackled for about an eight-yard loss. Yeah. It's good rush there by... May Jemison's defensive front. Dax really had no opportunity. Starting to see some two receivers come in and get some action here. That play, lo Abbott. That play lost nine yards. That's going to back it up to the 29-yard line of May Jemison. It's going to be second down and 19. Fisher Abbott and Braden Templeton now coming in, playing a little X and, and uh, either Y or H. Barnador looking through. Got a rush. He's going to set up a screen. Got blockers out front. Laylock trying to get this. Gets around the tackler, and he gets down to the 24-yard line. Yeah, decent pickup there. That'll bring up uh, third down and 13, 13, 14 yards. Some of the reserve wide receivers getting some action now. 
Grayson Hester in at center, and they've kicked Jordan Wright over to guard, trying to get the young Hester kid some snaps at center. 17 seconds on the play clock, 8.57 on the game clock here in the third quarter, 38-7 lead for the Wildcats. Barnador takes a snap, throws across the middle to Fowler. Fowler makes the catch with the defender on him, still moving, dragging the defender. Wow. Gets all the way down to the two-yard line. Yeah, great job by Nolan there, just carrying a tackler with him, refusing to get up, give up. Probably picked up, what do you think, eight yards? Easy with the guy on his back. With a guy just dragging. That picks up at the cab, picks it first down, down to the three-yard line, so it's first and goal for the Fort Payne Wildcats. We called that the Adamsburg drag when, <laughs> when I was in high school. Hand off to DeVos. DeVos up the middle, stretches. Get it? Touchdown, Fort Payne. I was just waiting on the calls from the referees over here. So he gets in. That'll set up the Thrive Outdoor Extra Point. Connor Hughes in to kick that. Varnador will hope be holding for Fort Payne. Yeah. All right, snap, hold is down, kick is up and away, and good. So with 8.26 to go, your Fort Payne Wildcats now lead the May Jemison Jaguars 45-7. to We'll be right back with more Wildcat football. Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Get All right, welcome back in. We're your four Payne Wildcats lead the May Jemison Jaguars 45-7 on Thursday night special football as we start region play on a Thursday night, as Brian said, and that gives us a little bit. It gives us a day to work on uh, Gasson City. Yeah, which, one, one extra day of, of getting a little bit of work in. I would imagine, you know, it's going to be all hands on deck starting tomorrow morning and uh, getting the game plan together, starting to do a little bit of work and prep for what they're going to see next week. Because Gasson City is Fort Payne's thorn in the side. Yeah, it, it, and that's a, that's a tough team. I mean, it's a very talented, well-coached team. It looks like Fort Payne's going to do a little pooch kick. They are. They're going to kick it short. It's going to land right between the May Jemison players. Hit the 30. Fort Payne's there. Ball's on the ground. <laughs> I think May Jemison got it, I but, buddy, that did. was – that was close, wasn't it? It is. He placed the ball between everybody, and I don't think anybody decided who wanted, who wanted it more. Yeah, they didn't. They had nobody standing there, so. But May Jemison did recover. That'll put them first down and 10 from their own, I believe, 27-yard line, first and 10. 8.23 to go here in the third. Fort Payne leading 45-7 to over the Jaguars. Yeah. Really the focus now, Chris, up 45-7 is – getting on film, getting uh, sound in your technique. You're not, you're not competing as much against the opponent now as yourself. And can I stay disciplined with where I'm supposed to be, my responsibilities, and just building an execution um, so that you're, you're ready for next week. 
Burrow takes another low snap, looking for an option. He throws it out to his running back on the right far side. He's trying to get around the corner. He gets about four or five yards on that carry. Actually, they're going to give him, I think they're going to give him four yards on that one. So it'll be second down and six. You know, Fort Payne just trying to keep everything in front of him right now. Balls on the May Jemison 31-yard line. Burrow is still any quarterback. Pink gloves is in for May Jemison. <laughs> they got five receivers set. Burrows is going to throw out to Pink Gloves. Pink Gloves gets around his No, he's dragged down by number 20. That is Hunter Goza. Hunter Goza with the tackle. I think that was an illegal formation, but I think they let it slide. Well, he was able to, Hunter Goza was able to work through his blocker and make the tackle. So a nice yeah, play by him. Coach Elmore's talking about it to the official. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's illegal. He's, yes. Five in the backfield as a no bueno. That'll bring up third down and third down and five after a one-yard gain by the uh, receiver or the running back. I think they're just letting the clock run right now. The All officials right. now. All right, May Jemison, four receivers, three near side burrow, another low snap. He's going to roll out right. Fort Payne chasing. He throws downfield. This one's intercepted at the 37-yard wow. line down to the 35-yard line. That is three picks for Connor Kinsley in the last two games. Unbelievable. So Kinsley uh, he turns into a ball hawk, isn't he? Yes. Turns the ball over from May Jemison. Now set up first and 10 from the May Jemison 34-yard line. That could be a four-pane record for interceptions in a season in two games. Seven minutes to go here in the first, I mean, excuse me, the third quarter of Thursday night action. We would give you some updates, but there are none. <laughs> no score updates. By the way, Connor Kinsley, outstanding young man. He's in our youth group, just a solid, solid kid. Four receivers for Fort Payne. One run, Blaylock in the backfield with Varnador. Varnador, Varnador still in. He's going to hand it off to Blaylock. Blaylock bounces out the left side, trying to get around the corner, and he is pulled out of bounds about the... Yeah, I think Fort Payne's going to get a hold here. Flag on the play. Let's see if we got the uh, specialist hold, see if he knows it before they call it. And that's what we got holding on Fort Payne. So back it up from the spot of the hold, though, Brian. Yeah, um, high school's a little bit different than college in how they mark off penalties. Are they marking off from the line of scrimmage? Does college mark it off from the spot of the foul? They mark it off from the line of scrimmage? We'll see right yeah, here. Yeah, I think that's college it marks it off from either the line of scrimmage or spot of the foul based on where it is. Could be wrong. It looks like they marked it off from spot of the spot of the foul because it's a uh, backup back five yards, so it'll be first and fifteen after a holding call. Farndor takes snap. He hands it off to Blaylock. Blaylock up the middle. Got a hole. He's one on one with the, the safety. Passes him 20, 15, 15 yard line. Get through some tacklers, and he is nice. still going all the way down to the. No, still going. Good night. Down to the five yard line, maybe. I don't know. I tell you what, he has. He has continued to impress. It, it's one of those things where, oh, that's a that's a good little play. That's a that's a nice run. And then you start going, no, that's that's more than just a nice run. He's a good running back. He's able to find holes, stay balanced, keep his feet moving. Well, it's first and goal from the one. He got it all the way down to one for DeKalb. Fix it first down, first and goal. They hand it off to him. He is stopped and pushes through. <laughs> Touchdown, Jorge! There we go. They hit the 50 mark again. 
Sure did. Give credit where it's credit group do that uh that play that play previous play by Blaylock got inside the alpha red zone and then DeKalb fixed the first down then one play from first and goal from the one and in in the end zone he went yep great great running back there Carter doing a nice job that'll set up the thrive outdoor extra point I gotta get all my sponsors in there you go make sure we say them uh who's that kicking for Fort Payne that is Connor Connor that's Connor Hughes, Connor Hughes. Okay. snapped the one or low one able to set it down Hughes kicks it through and it's good so after i mean midway through the third quarter fort Payne now leads the may jemison jaguars 52 to 7 yep. here in the first region game we'll be back right after this with more fort Payne wildcat football Back after a quick break and for after the turnover, Fort Payne cashes it in to now lead the May Jemison Jaguars 52 to 7 here on some Thursday night action as Fort Payne starts region play in a positive way tonight, Brian. Yeah, absolutely. We mentioned earlier this <laughs> offense. Are you laughing at me? <laughs> this offense just uh, hitting the 50 mark three weeks in a row, and and I'm I'm not a historian with Fort Payne football, but. That, that seems uh, pretty sporty to me. Um, not against any slouches either. I mean, you've got some good athletic teams that they've played so far this season. and um, They can put points up against Gadsden City. they got a shot. Fort Payne able to capitalize on some great field positions, some off turnovers, some off just uh, defense holding May Jemison. So, uh, but you know, that's what you do. And if you get field, great field position, you got to well, count. And, and even, and we've all seen it before, great offensive teams – that have struggles that, that, you know, even if you're a great offensive team, you know, sometimes you hit 28, 31, you know, 17 points, even with great offense to hit 53 weeks in a row. It's difficult. That's not easy to do. You've got to be on target. Looks like another short kick from Hughes. It is. It's going to be fielded at the 25 by number nine. He's running away from us to the right, to the right side, trying to find a hole. And Fort Payne's there to wide him up and tackle him down at the 34-yard line. They're going to give him the 35. That's where they'll set up first and 10. Fort Payne's starting to bring in some twos now. In fact, other than Luke Patton, um, Mason Chandler, Connor Kinsley, I think that most of these are twos. <clears throat> See Parker Wilson. Uh, Levi Crow, Riker Engel, Taylor Shaparo, J.P. Buffington. Trying to see who all's out there. Trying to get you some names. There's mostly mostly twos out there. A couple of starters. Burroughs is still in the game for May Jemison. <clears throat> they now have two running backs in the backfield, three receivers. He's going to hand it off to his running back. He's going to try to find a hole. He does. He squirts through. He's in the middle. Nobody gets through a tackle. He's trying to go outside. 
Fort Payne's there. He's got a blocker. Looks Bumble. like he filmed the ball. Connor Kinsley stripped it, and I think he recovered it. And That's amazing. Let's see what we got. Yeah, it's Fort Payne ball. Fort Payne ball as he stripped the, stripped the ball out of the running back's hands. Connor Kinsley again. My goodness. He's on a roll these last two games. I think he's trying to go for player of the week. <laughs> two, two weeks in a row. All right, so that'll give the ball. I'm going to tell you what, he's making a good argument for it right now. All right, Brian, who's coming in at quarterback now for the Wildcats? Number seven. That's uh, Patrick Buffington, JP's brother. Right, Speaking Patrick. of Thrive Outdoors, that's their dad. All right, Buffington in the game for the Wildcats. Ball on the 40. Or running back, 45. He went to go through some numbers. Adams. Hayden. Who's that? That is Adams. Um, Caden Adams, maybe. Caden Adams at running back. We got some new names, so bear with us. I got Bu I got Buffington and Adams. <laughs> yep. All right, Buffington takes a snap. He hands off to Adams at the middle, trying to follow his blockers, but cannot as the May Jemison big lineman break through and haul him down for a two-yard loss. Yeah, these twos are going to – if that's two, if that's twos yeah. on the line, they're going to have their hands full. Yeah, 50, yeah 58, uh, Blake King, um, 60, Hunter Burridge, 66, Antonio Guzman. Of course, there's Grayson Hester now out of tackle. 54 is Aaron Wright. And All right, play clock's down to 13. Uh, still waiting on the play, I guess. Buffington finally gets the play call. Eight seconds left on the play clock. Five minutes to go in the game. Fort Payne leading third quarter. Fort Payne leading 52-7. They hand it off to the running back. He gets up the middle, gets through a tackle, and he gains about six yards on that play to bring up. Looks like a third and six after and that. Josh Everett in there at wide receiver Fisher Abbott in. Now coming in 74 is uh, Colton King. He's trying to get some of these names out there so people know who they are. 39, Dakota Wooten. He's there in that slot. Up top is Jacob Brownfield, number 10. It's going to bring up third and six for the Fort Payne Wildcats, leading 52 to 7 with 424 and counting here in the third quarter. Buffington's your quarterback. He's flanked by Adams on his right. He's going to hand it off to Adams. Adams trying to get the ball, but the whistle flag. blown. There's a flag over there. That's usually a movement. It is going to be against Fort Payne. Illegal procedure. Illegal procedure. That'll back it up five yards. Make it third down and nine. The wallet has been turned into the press box. If you're driving by and missing a wallet, wallet's been turned in the press box. There you go. I know the people in the stands can't hear us because we're not broadcasting to the stands. <laughs> All right, so that's going to bring up third. They're going to back it up past. It's going to be third and 11. I thought it was going to be third and nine. Nope, third and 11. That's right, third and 11. Four minutes to go. Buffington, quick pass out and throws it off the back of his receiver, 39, who was not ready for the ball. I mean, he threw, it right, up, threw yeah. it right off his back. Is that Dakota Wood? Wood? Yeah. Okay. All right, they'll bring up fourth and 11, so the punting team will come on for the Wildcats. Back to punt will be number 13. I don't have anybody for 13. What's number, who's number 13? It's Hayden Chambers. Hayden Chambers. Yeah, he's not, not on this my is list a, here. His first punt of the night, isn't it? I believe so. And this could be dangerous right here. You know, they got a big receiver back there, big returner. Hayden Chambers, nice snap. Ball is way nice high. Oh, my goodness. 
No, he's about to bring up. That's takes it back all the way back to the nine. He's going to let it bounce, and it's going to go wow. into the end zone. Wow, Brian. That's a 58-yard punt. Makes you a little jealous there, kicking man. Good night. There's a flag on the play, too. All right, let's wait and see what the flag, flag is for. It's a 58-yard punt, and that was probably 50 in the air. Well, we'll let them call. We'll take a 30-second timeout. Nope. Do we take a 30-second here? You can. We'll take a 30-second. Be right back. It's Fort Payne Wildcat football. Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high-quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. Way back, May Jemison with the ball. Burroughs looking to throw it out Ooh. quick. Oh, if he'd gotten that one on the money, he threw it behind yeah, his receiver incomplete. That'd have been dangerous there. Yeah, I mean, it's big. Look at how big that guy is. He They've had got athletes. He had him. If he'd thrown it, he'd thrown it in front of him. He was at least got another 10 yards. Anyway, that's incomplete. That's going to bring up second 10 for the May Jemison Jaguars at their own 10 yard line after the penalty, which I did not see the penalty. I didn't either. I think it was a block in the back or something. All right, let's see what the Jaguars can do. Burrow is still your quarterback. Oh, this one's the one that got away from him back in the end zone, and it's going to be a safety. Yeah. It is a safety. So, ball recovered in end zone by May Jemison. That's a safety, so they'll be kicking back to Fort Payne. So, add another two points to that total, Brian, 54-7. Yeah. to seven. I tell you what, if it goes, some of those days for May Jemison, if it goes wrong, it's going wrong. Yeah, it? it can melt down. It can go bad either way, and it went bad in the wrong direction for him tonight. It has. <clears throat> Because they just had a just had a nice receiver open on that incomplete pass, and then that when Ryan had predicted it, those one of those balls is going to get away from him. It's going to yeah, it's going to cause some problems, and it did then. You were right about that. All right, uh, Patterson's Music and Jewelry rents, sells, and services a variety of musical instruments and sound equipment. New equipment arrives weekly. Come by often at Patterson's Music and Jewelry. Also, want to mention again, First Baptist Fort Payne serving the guys pregame meals today. I want to thank those guys for helping out Fort Payne Athletics. All right, so typically they, they punt this ball, do they not? You can punt or kick off. Most I think most people kick off. Okay. So they'll be, whatever it is, they'll be from their 20. You know, Chris, just mentioning a few things. We haven't talked about this really all year. The Fort Payne special teams is starting to become a weapon. Um, Connor Hughes really took on a tall task replacing the uh, McPherson legacy of, you know, a full 12, 13 years of McPherson's kicking for Fort Payne. And that's a tough thing to come in, and he, he really did a great job last year, not just, you know, not just maintained, but did a really good job of making field goals, and he is very, very consistent. All right, kicks away. Fielded and dropped at the 31, and but that's where uh, he, was, uh, he was on the ground when he dropped, picked it up. So Fort Payne will start first and 10 from the 31. Uh, but this year, I mean, when you look at the body of work, Fort Payne it, it gets the ball to the 20, 25-yard line. It, it's, it's pretty consistently 
um, you're going to get at least three points out of it because Connor's just that consistent of a kicker. And now with Hayden, uh, he's punting the ball well. I haven't – I've just kind of been paying attention to those things. He's hitting spirals and pushing the ball downfield, pushing and, and helping to flip the field like he did on this last one. Really, in many ways, that safety is attributable to that punt that he just had. And so uh, that's, a, that's a pretty valuable weapon going into the – meaty part of the region. Buffington's your quarterback. He hands it off to the running back Adams and he squirts through for about five yards, six yards to bring up second down and four for the Fort Payne Wildcats. And, and so we're always talking. We need to ask Coach Hillmore next week about this. Those hidden areas where you can gain an advantage. And Fort Payne's got an opportunity and, and will have an opportunity. Probably, I, I can't imagine a combo of punting, kickoff, and field goals that's going to be better than us throughout the rest of the season. And so that's uh, any advantage that you can create for yourself in 6A ball is uh, certainly helpful, and, and, and those guys create an advantage. Fort Payne running, letting the clock run now as we're under a minute here in the third quarter, leading 54-7. to seven. Buffington's your quarterback. He takes a snap. He's going to hand off to Adams. Adams dodges the tackle, steps through it. He's through the middle, breaks through some tackles all the way across midfield to the May Jemison 47-yard line for DeKalb. Fix it first down. Yeah. We talked with Coach Elmore about Caden this, this last week, and he really, really is high on him. Feels like that even even before we get further down the season, he's going to have an opportunity to contribute, especially with Carter having to take so many snaps because Caden Dubose is playing on defense. They really need a solid third back, and he's, he's starting to become that for them right now. Buffington is your quarterback. 56 seconds left in the third quarter. 15 seconds left on the play clock. So have to probably have to run one or two more plays here. First and – go ahead. I'm just calling out some names. Elliot Geisen now at this slot back. Seeing a lot of young kids getting some action right now. Preston Ledford in. Snap off just in time, and the running back's met hard in the backfield, but he falls forward, gets back to the line of scrimmage for no gain. Second and ten. They're even letting the – Thirteen ball boy run the ball in. <laughs> the little Northcutt kid. Is that there. your kid out there? Yeah, that's him. That's Lewis. He's having the time of his life down there with Troy. There's the little specialist out there. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> he's got his first flag football game Tuesday night, so he's fired up about that. All right, second and ten is uh, Coach Elmore is letting let the clock run between plays. Actually, he's going to let the quarter run out. So as the quarter run, as the quarter comes in, at the end of three, Fort Payne leads the Mae Jemison Jaguars 54-7. to uh, We'll come back after this break with more Wildcat football. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats!
Start the fourth quarter, Fort Payne leading the May Jemison Jaguars 54 to seven. Uh, I'd say they put put uh, put more on them than uh, Decatur did, Brian. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's interesting. I, I, uh, Decatur, as Coach Elmore mentioned, ooh, ooh, that was dangerous though, wasn't it? Buffington threw, <laughs> Buffington threw that one out there. Me and Brian both thought, ooh, that's a pick six. <laughs> nice catch by uh, Braden Templeton. Braden Templeton on that just to make that play and actually made positive yards out of it. So he picked up two. That'll be third down and eight for the Wildcats on the May Jemison side of the field as the ball is on the 45-yard line of May Jemison. May Jemison out of Huntsville, which Brian explained there, the old J.O. Johnson. Yep. All right, Fort Payne with the stack. Double stack both sides. Buffington's your quarterback. Adams, I believe, is flanked to his right. Is that correct? Yes. He's going to hand off to Adams. Adams get, squirting through the middle, trying to push his... Just the tacklers, and he's close. close to a first down. And I think he's a little bit short, but that's a really good leg drive. Yeah. Uh, the, the thing you're seeing, I, I, I'm noticing about these guys, is they're not afraid of those middle runs. Carter or uh, Adams just, I mean, plowing right up ahead, looking for that hole and accelerating through it. Well, they're going to mark him a little bit shorter than we thought. It looks like, like a complete yard short. We thought he was on the line. It's going to be fourth yeah. and one. I look for Fort Payne to go for it here. Yeah, I think they will. With 11-12 to go in the game, everybody's in tight. One receiver far. Adam, I mean, um, quarterback's going to keep it, get around the right side for the cab, fix it first down. Buffington. Yeah. Just a basic run. They had everything stacked on this left side, went weak side on it. Patrick gets it easy. Fort Payne picks up the first down. That puts the ball on the May Jemison 35-yard line. Are you shooing insects off of me, Miss Holly? That's why we got the captain. She looks out for me. So <laughs> I think Fort Payne is done with starters for the rest of the night. 54 to 7, 10 minutes, uh, 58 seconds and counting. 19 seconds left on the play clock. First and 10 for the May Jemison 35-yard line. Buffington, your quarterback for the Wildcats. He takes his nap. He's going to hand it off to Adams. Adams trying to get something, and he's shoestring tackled for about a two-yard gain. It's going to bring up second down and eight. Haven't heard the Fort Payne band play neck yet. I thought that really? was going to be a staple for them. <laughs> Tristan Rogers now in the game at, at uh, the X for Fort Payne. Look to see a lot of runs right here using oh, clock. Yeah. They might throw a little, a few of these swing passes just to uh, mix things up and make it. It's really basically a long handoff like this. And it is wide receiver screen go over down, here. Go down. And go he pushes down. off, and he goes out of bounds at the 29-yard line. Who was that, number three? Yeah, Braden Templeton. Braden Templeton. Braden won some, a little few more yards as he shoved off the defender and got a couple more yards out of us to bring up third down and four. Third down inside. I'll right, we'll call it five. I say, I say a long four, short five. Ball's about the 30-yard line of May Jemison. Buffington takes that snap. Throws it out again this side of the receiver, uh, and this one right through the hands of number 11 from ball falls incomplete. Yeah, a little bit. A little uh, off timing there between Patrick and Fisher. Uh, you, I, I would, you wouldn't want to test the, uh, the kicker's foot right here? 
Uh, it's be what, yeah, that's one of those. Close it, to 50. Yeah, it, it, that'd be the only reason, but usually it's kind of bad form. It looks like you're trying to make more points. Fourth and five, they're going to hand it off to Adams. Adams breaks the tackle, gets inside the alpha red zone for DeKalb, fix it first down. Yeah, Adams just continues. I'd, I'd love to see the stat sheets on this. and How many yards Caden Adams? He's got to be inching close to 100 yards as many times as he's touched the ball so far. Here comes Carter Blaylock yep. in. Adams is going to come out. Blaylock's in now for Fort Payne. Buffington's your quarterback. A lot of new faces getting a lot of playing time, which yeah, is always good. That's a very good thing. Fort Payne crowd kind of settling into a 54-7 lead. I guess, the, I guess they finished off the bull peanuts and their sodas. <laughs> <laughs> 9.30 to go here in the game. Buffington takes down. He's going to keep it himself. He goes finds a block, gets through the line, line and gets down to the 12, 13, 12-yard 12 line. That'll bring up third down and looks like four. Yeah, really just trying to run out the clock right now. Is spending as much time on the on the drive as they can. As they let the clock, the play clock, well, play, now it starts. Game clock's been rolling. Yeah, they're trying to, I think Coach Elmore's told them, listen, let's just slow down, take our time, call the play just enough time to get it snapped under 10. All right, second down, Buffington in the shotgun, flanked to his left by Adams. Buffington takes a snap, hands it off to Adam. Adams around the right side. Nice seal block by the Fort Payne offense, and he gets in the end zone for a touchdown, Fort Payne. Really, really got to like the way Caden Adams runs the ball. He is really explosive. He finds the hole and drives. Um, I'm really enjoying watching him run the ball. He's, he's exciting so far. He, he hits it quick. He does. He finds the spot, sees the gap, sees the crease, accelerates into it. And he's in the second level real fast. I know that Coach Elmore's got to be pleased with that. All right, that's going to bring up the Thrive Outdoor Extra Point. Hayden Chambers in for that. Hayden Chambers in, holds down, kick is up and away, and it is good. So with 8.25 to go in the game, Fort Payne now leads the Bay Jimison Jaguars 61-7. We'll be back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. Yeah, In Alabama, Wildcat Stadium, where your Wildcats lead the May Jemison Jaguars 61-7 here on Thursday Night Football as both teams opening up region play. Yeah, really got to like what Fort Payne's doing tonight. If you kind of uh, walk through first, second, third, fourth quarters for tonight, you'd have to just say that Fort Payne's pretty, pretty solid all around. You've seen 
all the major things that you would hope to see from Fort Payne tonight. Very few penalties, uh, running, throwing, um, special teams, defense other than the long run has been solid. So um, just an overall really good, good win for Fort Payne. Good night to get a lot of kids some action. Your starters do a great job setting up a great uh, opportunity for Fort Payne next week. Yeah, give your starters, like you said, some rest and uh, as they get ready to take on Gadsden City next week at Gadsden City. So come Fort Payne, folks, come out and support the team. Another uh, short high kick received at the 21, 25, 30. He's in the middle, 35, 40. He's got a lane and he trips on his shoes <laughs> and falls down to the 49-yard line. Fort Payne has a man down. Yeah, Hunter goes, it comes up a little gimpy. I think he got maybe ear hold or something. Yeah, something. He's hurting somewhere. Yeah, maybe a stinger or something. A little woozy. Look and see what's going on, table. All right, that's going to bring up first and 10 for the May Jemison uh, Jaguars. Some of their best, better pos uh, position, field position all day. Burroughs fakes the back option and throws out to running back who just lets it fall out of his hands. Yeah, not much. It's hard to make make some action when you uh, don't catch the football. Yep. Well, it's, it's interesting. You, you watch the, of course, I, I get it. It's 61-7, to 7, but you can just watch the bodies of the May Jemison players. Yeah. Like the running back, when he... When he faked, throwing it back to him, he just kind of stood there. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't do anything else. Yeah. All right, Burrow with the ball. He's going to roll out this side. He's going to pitch it out the right. Oh, he drops on it the on the ground. Ball's on the ground. May Jimison falls on it for a loss of about seven. <laughs> what is it that uh, Chris Berman used to say, whoop? <laughs> <laughs> That's going to bring up third and about 17 for the May Jimison Jaguars. And they got Detroit Lions and Kansas City Chiefs tied at 14 in the third quarter. Right, there's some scores. So we got one score. You're fishing, aren't you? <laughs> trying to find something to talk about. 742 and counting here in the game. Fort Payne leading the May Jemison Jags 61 to 7. Braves beat the Cardinals tonight, 8 to 5. Jaguars are going to call timeout. We'll take a timeout with them. This is Fort Payne Wildcat Football. We are back here in Fort Payne, Alabama, where your Wildcats lead the May Jemison Jaguars from Huntsville 61 to 7 here on some Thursday night football action. Don't forget tomorrow night, uh, we'll shoot, we're having the DC Tailgate Show, is that correct? Before your games start, and be listening after all the football action for the Monk and Sammy scoreboard report as they give you all the results from tomorrow night's action. All right, run, the quarterback rolls out to the left for May Jemison. He's going to get a, some good amount of yardage back, plus some, and he's going to gain about nine yards. That's going to bring up fourth and eight for the Jags. 
That right, looks like they're going to say fourth and nine. Think they'll go for it? I think they will, Chris. <laughs> they're on the May Jemison side of the field. Not much to lose now, is there? <laughs> Not a lot. Fourth and nine from the May Jemison 49-yard line. It'll be Seven. interesting to see, uh, Chris, what the scores look like tomorrow night when uh, Buckhorn, um, I think Buckhorn takes on Gaston City. Here's the quick snap to the quarterback, throws it out high to the big receiver, and looks like he, did he have control when he was inbounds? I think so. They're going to give him control, and that's going to get a first down to the Fort Payne 40-yard line. You got Hazel Green taking on, um, who would that be? I don't know who Hazel Green plays tomorrow. Well, it's Buckhorn and Lee. I mean, uh, no, it'd be Lee. Hazel Green and Lee would be tomorrow night. All right, 635 and counting. Fort Payne leading 61-7. May Jemison Burroughs in the backfield. Another roll snap, a little low snap behind him. Running back picks it up. He's making a move around the left side. He gets positive yardage for about five yards down to the 35-yard line of Fort Payne for a second and five. That's a way to make something out of nothing. Yeah, it's really athletic right there. That's two snaps now rolled across the ground. Yeah, it's gonna, they're gonna that's one of the many things that uh, May Jemison's gonna have to fix next week in practice. Who does May Jemison play next week? Do we do we know that one? We can look that up for you real playing, quick. Uh, yeah, I'll see if I can find that out. All right, Burroughs is your quarterback for May Jemison. He's got four receivers, three near side, one far side, one running back to his left. Low snap, throws it out here for wide receiver screen. Nobody there, he's got room. He picks up a first down. He's at the 35 down to the 20, I mean 25 down to the 24-yard line for first down and 10 for the Jaguars. Uh, looks like a, we got a referee timeout for a second. Let's see what's going on here. May Jimson will play Lee next week. Okay. All right, so we got timeout on the field. We'll take it with them. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. All right, we're back here at 542 in the ball game. Fort Payne leading May Jemison 61 to 7. A lot of twos have been playing uh, most of the fourth quarter and part of the third, Brian. Getting a lot of playing time. Yeah, it's a good chance for these kids to get used to Friday night lights, not Monday night lights in the JV games. Burroughs takes a snap. He pitches out to his running back on the left side. He's followed his blockers. He gets about eight, nine yards on that play, bring up a second down and and they're going to give him seven, second down and three. Yeah, this this Fort Payne team of, of mostly uh, JV kids, they're still playing the May Jemison starters. So uh, they're they're playing the big boys right now and All right, trying, trying to hold their own. Second down and three inside the alpha red zone now for the May Jemison Jaguars. Looking to get on the board again. Looking for something positive here in the second half. Yeah. Burroughs takes a snap, nice clean snap that time. He throws across the middle to his receiver, caught, 
Falls down at the one-yard line for first and goal for the Bay Jibison Jaguars. And we got a person down, number 28. He comes up hobbling a little bit for Fort Payne. For Fort Payne. I've got number 28 is Malachi Jilks. Yeah. Come up a little hobbling after that play. So it'll be first and goal from the one-yard line for May Jemison Jaguars here with 4.24 to go in the game. Referees blow, blow the whistle. Call time. It looks like the hurt player for Fort Payne will come off. All right, let's see what Fort Payne can do. It looks for May Jemison run behind their big boys right here, Brian. Yeah, I would think so. Quarterback keep. They're going to hand it off. Fort oh, wow, Payne's nice there, meet him, and he's going to be dropped for about a yard loss. So bring nice up play. second and goal from the two. Yeah, that's Tremaine Smith, I think. Yeah. Junior defensive tackle just slid past his block and met the back in the backfield. Really good, nice play there. All right, second and goal from the two, just inside the two. May Jemison looking to get on the board here in the uh, fourth quarter. Three and a half to go. Burroughs is still in the quarterback. Running backs to his right. Four receiver set for the Jaguars. Burroughs takes it. He's going to bootleg it. Fort Payne's out there. Can they get him in time? And oh. he makes a oh, run wow. for the goal and ran, runs into the Fort Payne defender. Knocks him out the one-yard line. It'll be third and goal. And these, these kids are just... Who's that that made the tackle of it, Ron? That was uh, 21? Jacob Jennings. Jacob Number 21 Jennings. came in for Jelks when Jelks went out with the knee, uh, the leg injury. And, well, he came up firing a missile there. Hit That's the a nice play. Hit the quarterback hard right at the one, so it's third down and goal. It's that kind of things, Chris, that you're really trying to build into your younger kids. And to see that kind of performance at this kind of level is a, is a really good positive step for these young kids. Burrow still in the shotgun for... Uh, Jaguars. He's going to hand off to running back. He skates in, and he is yeah, going across the line for a touchdown. Yeah, but that that that's really good. That JV team really worked hard on that drive. Uh, probably outmatched, considering that May Jemison's still playing their ones, but doing a really good job of at least knowing where to be and trying to fill the gaps, just struggling to get the stops. All right, so that makes the score 61 to 13 with 3:15 to go here in this football game and the. Opening uh, opening region play for both teams. Yeah, you'd have to think that Fort Payne, you, know, you got to like Fort Payne's chances. When you look at, uh, you know, four of the five other teams in this region other than Gadsden City. What was that, the punt get blocked? Yeah, block? point block, Levi Crow came in there off the edge. And, Block right. kick. Fort Payne blocks the extra point, so that'll leave it at 61 to 13 with 3:15 to go. We'll be right back with more Fort Payne Wildcat football. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service, along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! 
All right, we are back as we get ready for the final minutes of the game as Fort Payne leads 61 to 13 after May Jemison touchdown and missed extra point. Um, Holly, uh, house cleaning, are we going to have an interview with Coach Elmore after the game? Okay, so we'll be looking for that interview with Coach Elmore after the game. Did she, she say assume? I, she said assume. Mm -hmm. Okay. So stick with us. And you can hear Coach Elmore's thoughts on a, a, a well-played game by his team. I don't think we've made a, we haven't made a lot of um, errors um, that I can remember. Not, not, not mental mistakes. I can't think of very many where I'm sure there are on little. There's probably little things like smaller like, positioning things. Maybe like on. overthrows by the quarterbacks. But yeah. You know. Different players being out of position, missing assignments on blocks, things like that. But overall, it feels like it's been a pretty clean game. And there's the kick away. Fielded by Fort Payne at the 15-yard line by number 10. He tries to go outside to the right side, and Mae Jemison <laughs> yeah. knocks him back about five yards. This will be first and 10, Fort Payne, from the 14-yard, no, 19-yard line, looks like. So who's rolling in at quarterback? This uh, Is it Buffington out there still? Probably. Yeah, he's still yeah. out there. Buffington and Adams in the backfield. Who's number 88? That is a classic tight end wide receiver number yeah, right there. Yeah, that is, uh, I believe it's Tristan Rogers. Buffington claps the hand. He's going to hand it off to Adams up the middle. Adams following his blockers, and he pushes forward for about five yards. Be second down and five with just under three minutes to go in this one. Fort Payne leading 61-13. Four pain trying to get, uh, at least give an attempt to get most everybody some playing time. A couple of snaps. Two forty to go. Twenty-three on the play clock. Buffington takes handoff. He's going to take this one himself. Follow some blockers again and push forward for two yards. That's going to bring up third down and two for the Fort Payne Wildcats. See Eli Goggins coming in. Isaiah Morgan. Ball, ball is on the Fort Payne 27-yard line. Third down and two for the Wildcats. Two minutes to go in the ball game. Fort Payne leading 61-13 on your Thursday night special. Let's see. I think I, 51. That's Sam Bird. That's Shane Bird's boy. Middle school principal's boy. Center now. 13 seconds left on the play clock. Buffington with the snap. Fakes the handoff, throws it outside to the wide receiver at 31, but he's tackled quickly by the Mae Jemison uh, cornerbacks, and he's going to lose. Nope, he's going to get back to the line of scrimmage, so it's going to bring up fourth and two. Yeah, I don't know what Coach Elmer. Minute 34 and counting. Yeah, I think he's he can roll that down to under a minute and punt. Or you think he'll go for it? You think he's going to go for fourth and two? Why not? I don't know. I guess so. Maybe he's just thinking, I'm going to get this first down and kneel it out in this. So by the time they snap the ball, well, they might not let it roll all the way up. It's a minute 14 to go. Snap back to Adams. Adams trying to push for a first down, and it looks like he's got it. So he has the cab, fix it first down with a minute left in the ball game. Yeah, that's going to end up. So that'll stick a fork in them. They'll kneel this one out. Fort Payne will get, will get their second win of the season. They're now 2-1 and one on the year. Yep, nice pickup. Righted the ship. 
got everything back in the in, in the way that we needed it to be to start moving forward for a big, big matchup next weekend, Chris. Big matchup. Gadsden City at Gadsden City next Friday. Yep. All right, 17 seconds to go. There is no victory formation. Buffington in the... Going to take the snap with 10 seconds left. He hands off to Adams. Adams up the middle. Cuts loose. He finds a... Gets through the blockers. Picks up another cab. Fix it first down all the way out to midfield with 22 yeah. seconds left. And that'll probably do that'll do it. Yeah, they'll do it. They'll, they'll shut it down now and just let the clock run out. That's what Coach Elmore's doing. He's giving the standstill hand. Yeah. Don't do anything else. Look. Don't, don't snap the ball. Stand there. Talk to each other. 18 seconds to go. Well, Fort Payne's got another 50-plus uh, ball game in the books. Yeah. So they've had three in a row now, Brian. Yep, it's, it's, uh, you, you certainly don't expect that to be the case the entire season, but if you can do it three games in a row, you got to start to feel good about yourself. Um, All right, so well, that'll do it as the ball game ends. Fort Payne wins this one against May Jemison, 61-13. to We'll take a one-minute, two-minute timeout, time and we'll be back with Fort Payne Wildcat football. Passion, community, and the love for the game. That's what Southern Properties and Wildcat Football are all about. At Southern Properties, we don't just sell homes, we support dreams. Rooted in Fort Payne, just like you, Southern Properties is your local real estate partner. Utilizing cutting edge technology, we make finding your dream home seamless and exciting. Join us in celebrating the community spirit. Support Wildcat Football with Southern Properties. From Southern Properties. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! Welcome to Builder Supply Company, your trusted partner for all your construction and home improvement needs. At Builder Supply, we're more than just a store. We're your neighbors, friends, and fellow community members. From high quality lumber to the latest power tools, we have everything you need to bring your visions to life. Our experts are always ready to assist you in finding the perfect solutions for your project. Builder Supply Company, your building partner, your community, your success. <laughs> 